Don't blame me. Blame my daughter. Are you are you looking forward to using that line seriously one day? Well, I'll the probably. nice thing about having a kid is if you don't want to go somewhere, you can be like, up. Oh, uh, well, that's been the go-to. Thank you, COVID, for that excuse. Because anything. Oh, COVID. COVID. I'm really worried about COVID. Can't COVID. go COVID. COVID. We're having a party where everyone's in a bubble and no one breathes the same air. Mm, COVID. 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 Sorry. COVID. So. I'm, I'm feeling a little. Yeah. A little you know, I tested and it was negative, mm-hmm. but I'm still got to be we, careful. Yeah. Are we going to have a small gathering on a soccer field and everyone will stand 25 feet away from each other? Mm. COVID. 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 Mm. Allergies, man. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Yo. What's up? Hmm? What? <laughs> Beacon of hope. Light in the darkness. Me? Yeah. Oh, that, that. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> I mean, all right, but we're really fucked then. Hey, there's so many things going on in the world, but let's start with maybe the most important one. Mm-hmm. I saw, I believe today or yesterday, I don't know, you know, time and space, no meaning. No meaning anymore. Arnold is 75 years old. I saw that. Good hmm. God. What the fuck? That means he was what? Like 35 when Commando came out? I don't think he was that old, was he? Man, I don't know. How old is Commando? Uh, It's the 80s. I think it's the 80s. He looked like 25 in that movie, so I don't know. But I I really don't know. Commando came out in 1985. Hmm. So Commando is, what, 37 years 37 old? 37 years old. So he would have been, what is that? So if he's 75 now, he would have been 38? Eight? Yeah. Sure. Wow, movie magic. He didn't look he, that old. He was never a guy that, like, I, I don't think Wait, wait, ever... wait, wait, wait. That's about what... I, what we're aged now? Are you saying yeah. we look old? Yeah, we like all look like compared to shit. Arnold. <laughs> you ever look like it's like going to a baseball wow. game and they're showing all the ages? I look like Arnold looks now. He's seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> like they show all the ages of the players, and you're like, "Mother of Christ!" It's like born in like two thousand. You're like, just kill me now. Let's just hey, die. I I prefer to look at it this way. Look at all of the stuff Arnold has done since Commando. We could do the same in our time after now. Sure, there's that. There's that possibility. With the various, um, you know, psychoses that occupy your mind, Bob, anything's possible. See, I like this positivity. (laughs) Now, I know we talk about this type of thing all the time, but what's your favorite Arnold movie we have and, and totally talked about and this and what's the best Arnold movie a thousand times because I don't care no that's fine because it's two different things your personal favorite versus what's the objective best the objective Arnold movie best well I think your, we've said the objective best is Commando right well, that's certainly my favorite my favorite is probably Predator 
I love Predator. Uh-huh. That's just such a great fucking movie. Um, Terminator 2 would have to be up there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's Predator. I think... <coughs> excuse me. I think Terminator 2 is probably his best movie. So I would say... If we're talking about objective best movie, I would agree Terminator 2. Okay. But But Commando Commando is a fucking work of art. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think you gotta, it's like, it's, it's a funny, that question is always so weird to ask, no matter what like context it is, whether it's your all time favorite movie versus the all time great movies or your favorite movie in a genre or whatever. Cause we all know they're two different things, but it, it feels like they shouldn't be, but they definitely are. Well, and that yeah. is the, the cause of every argument online ever. This yeah. is my thing. That is, is a, everyone else thinks this thing is a though. So let's have a, let's have a fight where yes. I eventually say something racist. The internet. Greatest invention of all time? Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the downfall of humanity, maybe. Yeah, the don- the downfall of Western civilization. Hey, if it gets us to Star Trek, though, and, you know, interstellar travel, I mean, maybe. What do you always like to say, Erica? Oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> my sweet summer child. If, as things are now, we somehow find our way to Star Trek humanity... <laughs> I would be blown away because what's more likely to happen is the earth will be a rock with nothing on it. <laughs> That's what's more likely you're, to happen. You're looking more a uh, Mad Max Fury Road, uh, uh, yeah. Road Warrior Wasteland is, is what we're hurtling towards. I'm just saying it's still possible. Let's be positive. Here. Right. In the same way that we too, like Arnold after 38, could have our best years ahead of us. <laughs> She said incredulously. I think, you know, because he would probably respond if you sent him a message maybe one day when he comes through the other 10 million he's probably received. I just would like to know, you know, what steroids would Arnold suggest? Because I'm sure he must have a general idea even at this point. He probably still does stuff. Who knows? But, I mean, Vince McMahon clearly still does. (laughs) But, uh... Is Arnold broken in the same way that Vince McMahon is, though? Uh, not in the same way. No. Um, but I just like to know what the steroid regimen is. What the regimen is, Because sure. uh, if I start doing it, like, how hard would I have to work out to look half as good as Arnold? Because sure. I'd be more than happy with that. You you would just have to be in the gym nonstop. It just twenty four even with the steroids. No, I think with the steroids, you could maybe be there 12 hours a day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, if you get a gym membership to a 24-hour gym and you take like 30-minute naps in the shower, you don't even need to pay rent. <laughs> Were you thinking about this when... Erica made a threat to divorce you or something? These are just like... the thoughts that go through this the, the mind across from me here. I would also like to shout out Game of Thrones for that one good thing, my sweet summer child, because it's definitely from that. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's that. It's in the first season, I want to say, 
it's like right after Bran like breaks his back or whatever. And uh, the the old lady is like telling him about the long night that happened before. And she definitely calls him my sweet summer child. And it was like, oh, there we go. Hmm. We'll rip that off. What um, TV show and what character are you referencing? Oh, from that. It's something I imagined. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. All right. We saw half a second of a uh, preview for, uh, what is it? I don't even know who, who could fucking care. I don't know what of the name the, is. the prequel thing. And we were both just like, nah. Nope. nope, we're good. Nope. Skip. Let's get to Harley Quinn. Thank you. No fucks, Kevin. Hey, you know what I was thinking of? You know what you should watch, Erica, that we could discuss on the podcast and uh, only you and I will most certainly care about it? The four Rebuild of Evangelion movies. Is the fourth one finally out? Yeah, it's been on Amazon Prime forever. Oh, okay. No, I did want to watch them. I was just like, I'm not going to watch three, and then four never comes out. Right. Because it had been like 10 no, I, years. I, I'd like to have you watch them just to get your thoughts and everything. Yeah, I can check those out. And I mean, that wouldn't be too bad. You know, for you, that's like one night. Yeah, so. just roll that out. <laughs> Bang that out real quick. No, yeah. Th- that's the one where I was telling you about how it's wacky, like trying to get the Japanese audio with the English subtitles on Amazon Prime because they it's possible, but they certainly don't make it easy. Hulu is annoying about that too because recently I was like, you know what I'm craving? I am craving season one of One Punch Man. Let me flip this back up. And you would assume if I put on Japanese, the, lang- the language Japanese, switch the language to Japanese, that the English subtitles would just come up. No. Because you know I'm in the United States. No. No. I'm no. sitting there and I'm like, does it take a minute to like show or what the fuck? So then you have to go back into the menu yes. and put the closed captioning on. I found this out the hard way many times because I always forget when I'm watching Attack <laughs> on Titan on Hulu because even though, yes, it defaults to Japanese audio, the subtitles are never on. Even if you've put them on before, when watching the previous 20 episodes that you watched with subtitles, mm-hmm. you have to put on subtitles every single time you sit down to watch. Not every episode. Like, if you're watching episodes back to back... It's fine. Then you're okay. Yeah. But if you watch an episode and then close the app and come back and watch another episode... You gotta do it all over. You gotta have the subtitles yeah. on again. And yeah, you'll be sitting there and they'll be talking. You'll be like, why are there no subtitles? Oh, Son of a bitch. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, on on Amazon Prime, they do some annoying shit where it's like, I'm trying to remember exactly how it goes. If you, it was something wacky. Like if you switch to Japanese and you have subtitles on, here's what it is, is that the options aren't separate, right? Like, so you can't say like I want English subtitles with the Japanese audio. There's no like two separate options. Mm-hmm. So you have to fiddle with it to make it happen. Like cuz if you have subtitles on and you're watching in English and then you switch to the Japanese audio, which you have to guess because it doesn't say Japanese. It's in kanji or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you have to guess and you're like Yeah, that sounds like the Japanese voice actors. Okay, great. <laughs> And then you switch it over and it starts doing Japanese subtitles. You're like, no. (laughs) And there was a way. I did figure it out. There was a way, but it certainly wasn't intuitive. That's annoying. I'll have to keep that in mind then when I do get to it. Amazon streaming services uh, UI 
is has always been terrible. I heard they're rolling out a redesign, though. Is I that think you're yet? correct. I don't know if it's out. I haven't actually jumped I, on it to watch. I hope so. Uh, but I did hear that they are they're changing. Yeah, it. Well, it's not just it's not just Prime Video. Like for for a while, I was using um, the Amazon Prime Music, uh, and that that was terrible. It really was. Uh, and I, you know, I use it for a little while cause it's significantly cheaper than Spotify and Apple music because it's through prime. So you get a discount if you're a prime subscriber, but it's just like weird shit. Like you'll be lit. We would like when we were like in our Hamilton phase where it was just listening to it nonstop. Like you'd get weird breaks between songs. And it's like, no, there are no breaks. They literally flow right into each other. Um, there's only, they're only tracks because they have to make them tracks, really. But in, there'd be like a, it wasn't like a short pause. It was like a, notice, yeah, like a noticeable, like 10 second, like, did yeah. something happen? What's wrong with the, like, what's going And then it would start and you'd be like. Yeah. You're a hajillion dollar like company. A, it's not like a clean or like, fade. Or like another another one of the features that I it boggles my mind that they don't have um is like being able to add a song for up next. Like I use that on Spotify all the time. I'm always like, "Hey, I'm listening to this song and I'm like, oh wait, I want to throw something completely random and dumb uh up next." <laughs> Because that's just the way I roll, and uh, but no, on Prime I would have to wait for that song to be over before I can get the. I can't put the next song in a queue without creating a playlist, and it is insanely frustrating. One of the things um, about audio players in general, and back when you know you would buy like an MP3 player or something, mm-hmm. something I would always look for is an MP3 player that would not only display and sort music by the meta the metadata in the in the file you know mm-hmm. but what i really wanted to, as well more importantly for me was one that would sort it that would just display the folder structure right because mm-hmm. like that was something for example i don't think ipods would ever do right like they wouldn't display just yeah. like the folder no, structure yeah. And that was one of the reasons i never used an ipod because i already had all my music sorted into folders yeah. Um, by like, you know, artist, album, track, whatever. And so I didn't need to then go fix the metadata if you used an audio player or an MP3 player or whatever yeah. that just would display the folders. And that's one of the annoying things now is sometimes when you, you're like, oh, I want to try out this, you know, podcast app or this audio player app on my phone. And then it can't display the folder structure and you're like, Okay, delete <laughs> because I, it's it's so much work to go in and do all the metadata on like hundreds or even thousands of tracks. I mean, that is not yeah. like a small endeavor. No, it's almost it's almost like they don't want you to have files. They just want you to stream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. Hey, did you see? I'll just pivot real hard. Did you see the oil companies have made insane profits this year? Like 
their yeah. highest profits ever. Yeah. Isn't that shocking? <laughs> yeah, this is my shocked face. Yeah. We had to raise the prices. There were shortages. We had to. Well, see, that that's the thing that, like, really, like, gets under my skin. Because, okay, yeah, that's capitalism. It's supply and demand. You had us by the balls. I mean, it's just the way it's, it's the way our system literally works. Oh, then they'll sit there and pretend like, oh, we had to. The, the war in Ukraine. No, that's not what happened. Shut the fuck up. But see, what's... I know you're you're like technically right that yes it is supply and demand, but something like fuel isn't really right because Why? well because you have to I mean I know what you're gonna say, you could use the bus or you could ride a bike or something, or you could ride a train maybe. Like someone with a but, DUI. You poor person. This guy has at least three <laughs> DUIs. Get a fucking car, you waste of space. But if you have a, you know, if you have, let's say, an hour commute to work or something, mm-hmm. half hour commute, whatever it is, yep. both ways, and you drive your car, what are you going to do? Well, they don't care. You have to. It's yep. So it's it's supply and demand in that sense, but it's not like, oh, I'll just buy another food or I just won't buy that video game, or I won't go to the movies. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. Yeah. Well, didn't you know, though, that if you don't buy that avocado toast, you'll be able to buy a house? Like, you know that's the way that it works. <laughs> sure. Right, yeah. Alex? I, I, though what's funny now, I don't mean to keep interrupting you, is there's a surplus of avocados now. So, like, what are we going to do with all these avocados? And that is supply and demand. And it's like, well, motherfucker, you didn't want to eat the avocados now. Now, what, now we got to eat the avocados? You know what you could do? Drop the fucking price. <laughs> you want from me it's you know it's it it's the the point you're getting to is that there are there are there are things in the economy which are so critical to people functioning that they have you well they have you and you know there is an argument for heavily regulating it (gasps) now the problem of course with oil is that a large percentage of our oil comes from uh, overseas. So we only have so much, you know, so much ability to regulate that. Um, and this is this has always been a problem, you know, ever since, you know, the 70s, like, or the 60s. Like, oil, oil is our biggest national security issue, uh, without a doubt in my mind. Uh because we are dependent on foreign energy, everything we do would come to a crashing halt if they just cut off oil to the United States, like instantly. That would cause World War Three overnight. So, it so, wouldn't though. He wouldn't have any gas. <laughs> well, they do. The, they, the nukes, they start the nukes sorry, have, sorry, the nukes sorry, have fuel. Um, <laughs> but you know, so it, it's it's like this. It's this annoying thing where it's like. This is why we need clean energy. You fucking hippie. No, we don't. It's not. It has. Listen, you know, I, I, I obviously have always, I am uh, an environmentalist and I support green energy and, and sustainable uh, policies 
because I believe in global warming and that this, that, and the other. But even if you don't either believe in it or care about it, there it is so like glaringly obvious that this is a national security issue. If we could tell the Saudis, the Russians, the Venezuelans to go fuck themselves, we don't need your oil. That would be amazing. Yeah. But we won't fund it. This is Bob Stubbs' speech for why he wants to get the uh, the uh, the Ford Lightning. It's a national, that se- it's the, a national that, security that issue. The, that and the electric lawnmower. <laughs> well, and if this bill passes, you're going to get $7,500 at point of sale for buying an electric vehicle. And even if you buy, and that not a tax credit, at point of sale. So that was always one of the big problems with the current EV tax credit or the current EV stuff is you you paid it and then you get that money back or more or less you have to underpay your taxes by that much. Made Are it, they just taking it off the cost of the car now? Yeah, at point of sale. So yeah, when you go to the dealer, 7500 right off the bill. Um, so that's it's one of the things that's in this bill. So that's huge. Which bill? Are you talking about the one that Manchin actually agreed to? Uh, well, in theory, I'll believe it when it passes. But and, but but you know who hasn't said they support it yet? Cinema. I shocking. I like I said. I I I will believe it when the vote passes and Biden signs it into law. I I I have so little faith that 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 it'll actually get through everything. But that's one of the great things that's in that bill you know and that would be huge yeah um but but the thing is because that's not that way we are beholden to you know this this supply and demand issue with gas and we're and it's like you guys don't have to lie about what you're doing well that's what always that's what always galls me it's like we know everybody knows what's going on just say what you're doing. You can say what you're doing, and the go- the United States government really can't do anything They're about gonna it. They're just going to shrug. All right. Well, and it's, that's not the only easy example, right? Electricity. Mm-hmm. If ComEd tomorrow calls you on the phone and says, hey, bitch, by the way, we're quadrupling all our prices, what are you going to do? You're fucked. They got you. Mm-hmm. Isn't it regulated in certain states, though? Yeah, you can't. You, you, most most electric generation in the United States, you, they the utility can't just overnight quadruple your rates, um, unless you live in Texas. Well, unless you're pl- in, in, in Texas, they just shut it down. Well, yeah, I, those the dummies who signed up for that plan. I mean, it's bullshit that that those power companies could do it, but it's like. Why did you sign up for... This was the dumbest fucking thing to sign. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to save some money. And they don't necessarily read into stuff the way that they should. Yeah. No, it's that was dumb as shit. But... So you're, you're stuck. Or healthcare. Here's something. Let's say you get in a really bad car accident in the middle of Colorado. You need to be flown to a major... Uh, trauma unit somewhere. There is nothing you can do to control what that bill that gets to you. 
your insurance may not cover it and there's nothing you can do you'll you'll just have you'll basically just have to go bankrupt there's right. you know and it, it, there's we know people that happen to and there's nothing you can do like you you know if your insurance company doesn't negotiate with or doesn't have a deal with that transport company hmm, tough shit they'll take everything you, they can from you and you're going to be left with nothing so it's 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 this annoying thing where there are things that people need that are reasonable that we're doing nothing about. You know, gas is tough, but it's only tough because we haven't done anything about it for 40 fucking years. Well, and nobody wants to work on the underlying issues of things. You want to do a quick Band-Aid fix or just ignore it. Because mm-hmm. to fix this stuff is, isn't easy. It's yeah. hard. And it takes money, and it takes time, and it takes effort, and no one wants to do that. Well, and to your point, yeah, no, maybe I can't not, maybe I I can't not uh, go to work, but you don't have to go out. You don't have to go to you don't have to go to the movies. You don't have to do optional driving. Why should you be allowed to enjoy things? No, you're you're absolutely right that you don't have to do all those things, but they still got you by the balls on things you do have to do. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: if you cut, if people cut out the optional shit, then that has an effect. And we talk about this all the time. You know, when we talk about the video game industry, uh, you know, how many people will sit there and bitch and moan about microtransactions who are buying every DLC or are buying the microtransactions? If you buy microtransactions, I don't want to hear you bitch about them. That's your own fault. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, well, no, you're part of the problem. My my thing when it comes to microtransactions, as I'm sure I've talked about on here, is I'm not inherently against the idea. But what I am against is the outrageous pricing. When you talk about how, you know, a, a skin will come out for a character and they legitimately charge $10. Like, that's like the standard rate in most video games yeah. is a skin is $10. It's like. I'm not bashing on whatever team of artists did the texture work and came up with the concept and everything. I understand there's work involved, okay? But some video games are just $10. Like, the whole game is $10. A skin is $10. But they're charging that because people are are paying for it. Well, of course. Well, that's what I always joke. I'll, there's no recession until like a new skin comes out on a game and everyone doesn't have it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I believe there's a recession when a new skin comes out that looks sweet and like three people have it. It's like, oh, we're fucked. Now it's like, oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Tighten up. Uh, and and there, there's truth in that. Uh, no, it, I, this, is a, this is a complicated issue to me because I, there's two sides to it. One is that there's a lot of exploitation of people's addictive habits mm-hmm. throughout these games, but also like have some self control and don't spend $500 on DLC for a game. Well, and you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and anyone who's listened to this podcast for any length of time knows my feelings about this, but I think there's also, this is where there should be some type of regulation happening because 
you know, a lot of these games, just like your Instagrams or Facebooks or TikToks or whatever, YouTube, they're all most of the games are also being designed to drive engagement, right? They have addictive loops. So like with Destiny, for example, you know, you need to level up your character, right? So you get on there and there's things to do every day. There's daily bounties that give you experience to level up your character. There's weekly bounties that give you experience to level up your character. There's weekly you need to go do three of this and three of that and three of this and then you'll get items to level up your character you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the games are being designed in a way to drive addiction and this isn't like some mistake no they're being yeah. done on purpose yeah and it's super scummy i mean there's no other way to look at it i mean just because like something's good doesn't mean it's not also scummy Oh, no. Yeah, there's plenty of like things that I enjoy that I'm like, I am aware that this is this is predatory and whatever, but I'm having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I I think the the thing that absolutely needs regulation are the the fucking loot boxes. Well, but again, loot boxes actually don't really exist anymore. They phased them out because they were coming down on it. Oh, well, is that okay? Yeah, I would I, I mean, this shows you how much I've played video games in the last two years no uh, loot loot boxes they were coming actually, for loot boxes loot boxes are actually generous compared to what they do now <laughs> so if i'm giving you a point of comparison you know overwatch really kind of t- made the loot box thing explode right mm-hmm. but the way overwatch was designed was if you just played enough and they show you the odds if you just play enough you're going to get all the skins Okay. And does that mean that while an event's going, you need to play three hours every night? Probably. Probably. But you could. And the other, if you want to, and you could get all the stuff. Um, And the other thing they had going, which was also not, uh, you know, to kind of give you sort of bad luck protection, is if you got, when you get duplicates, you would get coins. And skins had a coin cost attached to them. So let's say in an event there's six skins, right? Well, if you only get four because you've just gotten unlucky over the course of the event, or maybe you didn't play enough, whatever the reason was, if you have enough coins, you could just get the other skins with an in-game currency, not mm-hmm. like a not like a real money currency. Right, right. Um, so that was Overwatch's model, basically. And I have like every skin that's ever existed on overwatch because and i've spent no extra money i think one time they did like a breast cancer skin for mercy and i bought that other than that they've all the skins are just like play the game and you'll get you'll get them eventually so what games do now like uh and this is what overwatch is going to switch to when overwatch 2 comes out we just don't know exactly what's going to look like yet because they haven't said because, um, you know, the monetization stuff is always the last thing that gets talked about, of course. Mm-hmm. But what most games do now, Apex, Warzone, Fortnite, whatever, is they don't have loot boxes anymore. They have battle passes. And mm-hmm. so what they do is you buy a battle pass for $10 and there will be skins in there, cosmetics, whatever. And that's assuming you play enough to get enough experience to level up the battle pass all the way. And then to keep you going, the battle pass usually has enough currency in it to get the next one. So 
if you just play enough, yes, you could in theory just buy one battle pass and just let it ride. Keep getting the next ones over and over again for quote unquote free. Right. Um, but at the same time, outside of the battle pass, they're injecting skins into the game constantly that are only available for real money. You have no way to earn them. You have no way to grind them out. You have to They're buy them. only available for purchase. And that's what the, a system like that that I just described, a battle pass plus perch cosmetic purchases system, that's what every major game is switched to because the loot boxes were being regulated. Hmm. And now... It's not gambling anymore because you know what you exactly what you're going to get. You yeah. know, like you could see if I buy the battle pass and I play enough, you're going to get X things. You're going to, you know, if you just want to buy skins, you can pay $10, get, you know, bent over the table and you could buy that skin. Um, and so it's not gambling, but it is still predatory because they're creating a system where you have to play a lot to level up the battle pass, right? Yeah, it's predatory, but I, I don't think it's any more predatory than, you know, really most any any entertainment hook. I think as long as they're letting you know. And it, like you said, it's not gambling anymore, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, because that's because a lot of european countries it started to We're being like, mm, either regulate yeah. or outright ban loot boxes because they are gambling there's no other way of looking at right. it right yeah no that's interesting i really wasn't aware of that um well and we're all guilty of impulse purchases yeah right it happens i think bob uh, no i've never once made an impulse purchase in the last five minutes <laughs> He was impulsively talking about buying a pizza later. Well, I've been I've been informed <laughs> that this is going to be a four hour podcast. Might so be. If Might this be. is a four hour podcast, I'm going to need like Bob will need sustenance. I'm going to need late night snack. What I have found, and for me at least, because there'll definitely be times where I'm like, I need this. Um, at least on Amazon, which I try not to use as much anymore, I'll just throw stuff in the wish list instead of buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if I really want this, let me put it on the wish list. Let me come back in, you know, a month, a couple days or something and go back and look. Okay, leave it on there. Somebody can can give this to, like, when someone's like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? Go check out the wish list Mm -hmm. or take it off and not worry about it. Um, The other day, I wanted to get some earrings off of a, uh, I think it wasn't an Etsy seller. I forget what it was, but I had gone through. It was definitely impulsive because it's like, "I I need these. But I got through to the shipping, and for these earrings that were like, they were $10, $15, they wanted $15 for shipping. And I was like, absolutely not. It's like, throw them in an envelope and let's get going. Oh, like, these earrings. What are you, are you fucking serious? Nah. Forgot. For, lost sale. Forget this. Yeah. So no. I think, and we all, you all have your limits on that kind of stuff, but. Well, and here's the, th- it's, it's. This is also why I got a library card and I try not to go into bookstores anymore because I always walk out with books if I go to a bookstore. I, I mean, impulse impulse buying is a generally a, a huge problem. A, a a small amount of impulse buying is not terrible. Um, but this is the thing. It's not necessarily the practice of how they're trying to hook you that bothers me. It's that we're we've generally done a poor job of raising people to control those impulses and 
in certain cases, treating the mental health conditions that are underlying it. Yeah. You know. Well, because we like to blame mental health for stuff, but we don't actually want to do anything about it. Oh, well, that's 100% true. Because that costs money. But, like, here's the thing. There are plenty of mental health conditions where, you know, it's like these people just can't help themselves. They're going to spend money. Like, and, like, people who are bipolar, people who are ADHD have problems with money. If they aren't treated... They're going to blow a lot of money. That's treat this. This is the thing you need to focus on. Treat that. Yeah. Um. But you know, I don't it, know, Bob. That sounds kind of hard. It is hard, and it would cost people money. And I try not to be too tinfoil hatty, but it seems awfully convenient that we don't care about mental health, and it happens to benefit big companies when we don't. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's tinfoil hatty at all. I think it's all in service of capitalism. It's all in service of let's we got to make more money. How are we going to make more money? Got to make more money than last year. Yeah. Like, I, look, I mean, look, look, I don't like honestly. I don't. This is here's when when I when I look at like when I think about like the evils of capitalism. Like I I don't believe there is just this like evil meeting of the richest people in the world where they're just legitimately sitting there thinking of how to fuck everyone like maliciously fuck isn't people isn't that what over. they were doing on Epstein's Island hard disagree Bob that is definitely a thing that's happening I no, I, I th- no they were diddling kids on Epstein's yeah. Island that no but you diddle on. the kids to entrap each other so you can't turn on each other ah. and then you discuss how we're going to fuck over the general public. I see. I see. No, there's a meeting like that that happens at least for once sure. a quarter. Probably. For sure. <laughs> there's no way that's not happening. Oh, yeah. Because you got to be like, I'm more evil than you are. I did this and I'm going to do this. Look at my bank account, bitch. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, do, do the ri- super rich meet and plot? Sure. I don't know that it goes to the level of like, we're going to defund mental health care because X. I think it's a, I think that's more of a, a convenient. I'm going to uh, tell you right now, they're definitely talking about that's I like, I will, I that's know. where the, the political donations and stuff I'm, come in. I, I, I don't want to. Okay. I honestly am not trying to get you riled up Erica, as entertaining as it may be for me, but <laughs> too late. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm seriously not trying to, but Something I've read about, and this is a real thing that we wouldn't even, as like non-psychotic people, well, you and I anyway, Erica, Hmm. we wouldn't think of this, but one of the reasons that is talked about in the circles of insane evil people that they don't want abortions is that... Who's having the majority of abortions? White women. Yeah. The great replacement theory, Alex. Yes. And so... They're going to outnumber us. If we... If we... If we outlaw abortion, that's more white babies that are being born. Oh, a thousand percent. I've read those articles. I That's not getting it riled up. And this is not like... uh, Some horseshit. These are people in influential positions that think this way. And who say this stuff out loud <laughs> yeah, this to be not, recorded? Where this isn't in secret. the 
we're not there's no quiet part anymore and so like we wouldn't even like we wouldn't even think about that right but this is something that some psychotic evil fucks they think about this that's like oh we don't we're racist we don't like whatever skin color we want more white people too many white women are having abortions how do we fix this ban abortions now there's more white people now there's more white people well and not only born. that if you don't have enough babies to continue like where are you pulling your workforce from well that's another thing when you talk about i don't know if i'm sure by now the wheels have probably turned so much that they've figured out some solution of what evil way we can get there but that was like that internal Amazon memo that was talking about how the way things are going, they're not going to be able to find people to work in the warehouses mm-hmm. in like a few years because it's so bad to work there. They churn through people like crazy. Right. The churn rate is insane. Mm-hmm. And they're concerned that... <laughs> the we- really funny thing is that like treating them better is not even a thought. No, no, no. So I know, I'm sure what the solution is, is like more automation or something. Yeah. But they've that internally is known that that's a problem at Amazon. Like we are going to run out of people to work here because we're treating them so badly Mm -hmm. that they're just quitting like crazy. And, you know, one of our loyal listeners works at the post office, which is also not the greatest place in the world to work. But people will quit the post office, go to work at Amazon because they think it's going to be better. And it's actually way worse. Right, which is and they like come saying back something. To, and they come back to work at the post oh, office. Oh, you come crawling back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought you were going to go suck at the tea to Jeff Bezos, huh? Grass isn't always greener on the other side, hey, bitch. Come back to the loving the loving embrace of the joy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's a interesting thing too that like a giant corporation a mega power essentially like amazon knows there's a problem and they're not going to actually you know raise um you know pay rates or well this is also why you need amazon and well because amazon's main focus is automation uh you know their their entire their entire model is to get to the point where you need uh, as few actual human beings working um, on the floor as possible. We can't possible. have them on the floor. They'll get mowed over by the robots. Yes. Um, so th- that's their model. Yeah. You know, when, when they when they put out a memo like that, that memo is not necessarily, we need to figure out how to retain people. It's fucking work, work automation faster engineers. Work on the automation, right. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't. But this is also why you're seeing assume. these the widespread union drives at Amazon and at Starbucks. And well, and, and this is, this is a, just a general bigger problem we have as a society. And this is something, you know, that, that needs to be addressed is we're getting to a point where we're really starting to show like the difference between your, your high skilled labor and your unskilled labor it's just getting wider and wider and deeper. There's not nearly as much middle of the road jobs um, as there were. Well, and there's not, but I, I, and I know that's just the terms for them, but I don't know that, I mean, being a barista isn't an easy job. I don't know that I would call that unskilled labor. It's a hard job. You're on your feet for eight hours a day. You're dealing with the public. Mm-hmm. You know, you 
do suffer from like burns and shit. I used to have burns all over my arms from working at Starbucks. How long does it take to train a barista? Um, probably not as long as like training somebody in like a software thing, but. Well, I mean, and that's my point is that you know, and I'm not it, saying it's not it, it's not a dig against people doing low skilled jobs, and I wouldn't take it that way, and I don't think yeah. that a barista should necessarily be making what a software engineer is making. But I think a barista, if you're working 40 hours a week, you should be able to make a living wage as a barista. I completely agree. I believe we've got we've got to we've got to figure out a way to deal with the fact that we we there technology advances have done wonders in the world, but it, it, it's causing this effect of we're getting rid of a lot of we're getting rid of a lot of jobs. For the everyman, you know. And you need them you to need buy them. things. Well, you need them to buy things, but they just need shit to do. You know, so this is, you, there's this, you know, kind of this concept of like, eventually you get to the point that the robots do everything, and if the robots are doing everything, What's what are all the humans doing? Well, how, where, how am I supposed to earn a living? And God forbid you talk about universal basic income. It makes people's heads fucking explode. Beyond... Beyond how do you make a living, just what do you what do you do all day? What do you do if you don't have to do anything? Yeah, I know what I would you do. You run. Well, yes. Run fast for your brother. Fast for your brother. For your sisters and brothers. I got that lyric wrong, but that's okay. So it, it's, uh, these are questions that I think people probably thought were unfathomable not that long ago, but we're, we're, coming up to like no we gotta we actually have to have a discussion about we this. gotta figure this out um well the other problem is you have these you know heads of these mega corporations who are making absurd amounts of money and it's just like what are you doing like, well, one, pay your people one of the biggest problems and this would be like probably your primary way to stave off the fucking apocalypse is that you just aren't taxing these giant corporations and these mega rich people anywhere near enough. Like when you hear about the oil companies, their their tax rate is like 1.8% or something. Yeah, it's insane. That's bonkers. Yeah. And so when, you know, the Senate or the House or whatever politician wants to come along and say, well, where are we supposed to get the money for X, Y, and Z? You want to do universal health care. You want to do universal basic income. You want to do all these social programs. Where are we supposed to get the money for that? I want to tax your well, donors. Right. How about we just start taxing these fucking companies that have endless money that are posting record profits where we're, you know, jamming all the wealth into the pockets of like five people on the planet, you know, why don't we take some of that money, tax the ever loving shit out of it like we should. And then you'll actually be able to do things or maybe have some social programs. If we're assuming for a second, government isn't completely fucked, but maybe you would have like some, some money to do some things with to better people's lives because at the end of the day, you know, you have a few choices, right? If you're the um, evil cabal running the planet, you either figure out a way to placate the masses who are, you're actively, you know, reducing constantly the amount of jobs constantly they have shitting to doing. Right. And telling or, them to say thank you for the hat. Or increasing the price of 
food or homes or cars or whatever to a point where you can't actually buy one ever. Right. So, you know, you have to do something before you have fucking riots in the streets. And the evil cabal, they could say whatever they want. They don't want riots in the streets because that's bad for business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's only a matter of time before they figure out where you live, motherfucker. How strong is your bunker? Well, and that's the thing I, I wonder about is how far can you push people before they're dragging people out on the street and shooting them? Well, and I, I, I have a feeling that that is part of why you've there has been a noticeable change in certain sectors like of business leaders and how they're approaching things um and i have to think that's part of it is they're seeing like oh shit we fucked around we're gonna find out we're 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 getting close to the point where you know, and this is the thing. You see people, you know, uh, harassing the Supreme Court justices. and Which they should continue doing. I don't disagree. Here, this is something I don't, I don't remember if I said this on the last podcast um, or if it was just a conversation we were having, but why do protests work? Why, well, let me rephrase it. Why are protests supposed to work? They're supposed to be disruptive. They're supposed to be disruptive. More importantly, though, it's supposed to be that last warning before people are like... Before people get violent. Yeah. Like, if you guys don't fix it, there are going to be consequences. We're going to start dragging people into Well, and, and that's what I mean. You have, you know... I know there's people out there who like to pretend the country is 50-50 liberal conservative... That's not true. No, no. The comp- the country is generally more left leaning overall. It's just the 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 meter for what's considered left and right is so skewed now because you've got the right moving so far right, and I know people want to pretend like the left is moving way far left. It's like, not. It's though. not. It's actually moving right yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the other thing. It's all in how you report stuff, right? right. So, And so what, what Bob's kind of getting to is, you know, you have this Supreme Court that doesn't represent what the general public as a whole wants. And they keep doing things that are pissing people off. How many times can you piss people off, piss people off, piss people off before someone decides to do something? Yeah. Because you just need one guy. That's the thing. You just need one guy just who's need one successful, maniac. right? Who takes somebody out, and now we're talking about a huge shift. Well, and the way things are now, if someone were to manage to fucking shoot Kavanaugh in the head, that legitimately could start a civil war, which is terrifying. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's that's the problem. This is because what, what because what are people going to say? If you come along, let's say someone comes along and two conservative Supreme Court justices are in a car together, that car explodes, and now the Democrats get to appoint two liberal Supreme Court justices, the conservatives are going to say the Democrats fucking took them out. Yeah, they took this them was out. a coup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a totally fucked situation. It, it's absolutely fucked. And, and, and that's, that's what is so frustrating is that this this is this was not that hard to predict 
oh no, you saw this coming charging at you. Mm-hmm. And and it's a th- you know, uh it, that's why like all the Democrats can go get fucked too, but Oh, no, I include them in when I say if you see someone in power who, you know, is an elected official, they don't, they shouldn't have an evening, quiet evening at a restaurant. No. You don't deserve that. No. You're not doing your job, the job that I voted for you to go in there and do. Why should you get to go eat at Morton's Steakhouse and, like, have a nice evening? Fuck you. Absolutely no. not. No. Poor Brett Kavanaugh. He couldn't finish his steak. Oh, well, let me, it, let, me it, let me weep in my potatoes for him. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about someone like a Supreme Court justice is, yes, they're not directly voted for, but you're being appointed by the people who were voted for. So in theory, you're supposed to be representing the will of the people. It's also not supposed to not supposed to be, but it's impossible not to be. It's not supposed to be politicized. Right. But then you've got Alito doing these speeches about like how religious his religious liberty is under attack, and it's like that's not what... No. Well, and you even have people. Okay, I even saw a very interesting set of uh, a discussion where you have people who are conservative. There was some bill that came up in the Senate and or the House, whichever I don't can't remember where it started, but there was a bill, and the bill was very simple. It was just federal giving. Is this the federal, veterans one? Hmm? No, vet- this wasn't the veterans one. The chips one? No, it wasn't the chips one. No, it was it was just a it was just a bill that would simply guarantee the right to contraception. That was it. That was all it would do. That you have the right to buy contraception at a federal level. Oh, didn't all of the Republicans vote against it, didn't they? Right. Yeah. And so I saw a discussion that happened on a very conservative website where all of a sudden a bunch of conservative people are saying, I don't understand why they voted against this because I thought at first, maybe the Democrats jammed some bullshit in there and that's why I got voted against. No, it's a very straightforward bill. These are very like super right leaning people who were talking about this, where they were saying, why did they not vote for this? Because all you're doing then is leading to more unwanted births that are yep. going to put more strain on society. Yep. And these are ultra conservative people who are thinking this way. So this is even like, do you see what I'm saying? This is even where now you have people doing things where it's just, oh, we're just going to stick it to the other side. And this is what's been going on in politics for so long. It's not even about like, what are we in theory in favor of? It's, it's just, just about doing this to own fuck the other team. Basically, yes. And you can't and, govern that and way. And yes, the veterans, the burn pit thing was the same thing. Um, well, then you're going to stand on the Senate floor and, and you're going to fist, fist bump, bump about that? Well, that was like when Cinema did her little curtsy. There's certain things. Die in a tire fire. There's certain things where just like a, an anvil should drop on your head when you do them. Mm-hmm. Now, he, you know, it's just so, it's so infuriating because, you know, politicians always have been, always will be, just, you know, big piles of evil. Shitbags. Um, they're necessary evil. Because at the end of the day, for society to function, you need shitbags who, who are willing and able to make those difficult compromise decisions that we don't want to make. I don't want to have to be the person who has to say, you know this is the social program we're going to cut because if we don't cut it, we can't 
do you know five thousand other things x or, y and z right right you know and and that that's that is a shitty job which is why it's reserved for shitty people but they're they're not they're just causing more and more chaos and it's 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 getting to i because i hear from people like who are older who are just like you know everyone always thinks they're living in you know the problems of their time are the worst ever but it just it just seems like it's getting seems like it's getting pretty bad it keeps getting worse it, you know in in the united the united states is very being as polarized as it is right now is not just bad for us it is bad for the entire world for better or for worse there is that ideal of American exceptionalism out in the world. And that has done a lot of good. The United States has done a lot of terrible shit, too. I'm not going to say that it hasn't. But... The Isn't United- that the history that we're teaching now, though? <laughs> we don't talk about the bad stuff anymore, right? Oh, no. Well, you never talk about the bad like the thing about Vietnam, I never knew about like the real the truth about Vietnam until well after high school. Well, because that was that was that happened recently. We didn't get to that part of the history yeah. book, so we're just not going to talk about it. But there, there is so much about the United States. If the United States fails, that is bad for everybody, because the United States convinced people that a democracy could work, and if if we don't somehow get out of this funk if we if the country fails even if even if whatever comes out of the failure let's say let's say we split into like several countries or something right and each of them are their own democracies um that's still bad because well the grand experiment didn't work and the rest of the world that looks to the united states as an example of it working is like, well, it didn't work for them, so why should we try? I don't know that the idiots in charge, though, were thinking about that. It does, it's not the idiots in charge that matter in the end. I, 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 because here's the thing, you need... The, if you're the one voting on the stuff that isn't doing anything to help anybody and you're just voting to be vindictive, you're causing that problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. no okay, I, I see where you're going, yeah. No, they don't care about that. They, 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 these, these people who claim to, you know, be, be patriots and love this country and this, that, and the other, like, no, you don't. Well, they don't even know the definition of that. I'm yeah. a patriot. I have a flag on my car. Well, that's not really. I got the uh, lapel pin. That's not, okay. Yeah. That's not what that means, but sure. I know. You do you, buddy. Well, and, and that's, you know, if you're, I get really frustrated with people who, you know, they they won't question, the, they won't question authority, or they insist that the United States is still the greatest country on earth. Well, that's just patently wrong. Whoever believes that or says that, we got, I got into a fight with my father about that on Easter. No, it's not. Yeah. It's just not. And and that was before the abortion stuff. 
after? No, it's not. This is the best country on earth. Yep. I I just look at healthcare. healthcare. That's my major thing. Look at healthcare. We can't. We're the richest country on earth. We can't take care of. We can't. We can't keep people out of bankruptcy for because you had one thing go wrong. You had something. Go, you had a medical problem, or you were between jobs when you had a heart attack. Well, that it, sucks for you. It's not my fault. They laid me off. They. they Fucking fired two thousand people. It wasn't even like I did. I was shitty at my job. It's just bad time, you know. And this, Cobra is astronomically expensive. This, this is the st- you know because the United States has made a lot of progress in its two hundred years. It really has. And but that doesn't mean you get to stop. It doesn't mean you can't. You don't. When you see a problem in your system, that you just ignore it. You pretend it's not there. Oh, there's not systemic racism. Fuck you. Yes, there is. Work through it. Don't don't get defensive about it. Just say, look, the way that housing laws were set up and that there's this thing called redlining is systemic racism. Right. That's what that is. Let's deal with it. Right. Fix the sins of the past. Oh, I went on vacation to a plantation and they were talking about the slave owners and I just wanted to look at the pretty flowers <laughs> I'm sorry dude like that's not that's that's not don't take the tour <laughs> don't take the tour then what did you think like <laughs> this sanitized version of like events that people want it's like shit's dirty man and that's just the way it is you know one of my favorite things is when people say you know so and so entertainment medium didn't used to be political didn't like, Shatner just be like, why is Star Trek so political? <laughs> and it's like, are you an idiot? Did you ever watch the show? Did you watch the show you were on? <laughs> yeah. Dude, the next generation, Deep Space Nine, these shows were extremely political. But it's just, oh, I don't agree with what they're saying, so it's political. Yeah. I don't like that. Ooh, well, they, have, they, they, have a, they have a gay black character on there. That's too political. Anytime somebody says... This is too political. It's just because they disagree with what's being said. Exactly. We talked about this the other day. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there there are like very few and far between times someone says that, and that's not the case. Right. Well, and it's just I'm sorry, dude. Everything is political, and that's just because that's just the way shit is now. Maybe you were able to like put your head in the, the sand and ignore it, and maybe you still can. And if you can, hey, what what is that like? I'd love to be in that headspace, but. It is what it is. Speaking of political, you know this Saudi golf league, Live? Yeah. I wonder if they have any need for someone of my particular skill set. Because uh, it seems like they're just giving away money. You take the blood money, Alex? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I would. <laughs> you wouldn't? No, I'd take the blood money. Oh, yeah. We're already living in the in the dystopian like, yeah, like they're, cyberpunk they're really, future. I'd yeah, like, yeah. I'll take the I, blood I'd money. I'd like to at least be comfy while we all die. That would be nice. Yeah. There's some things that I'd like to purchase before that. Yeah. <laughs> CD Projekt Red has some rad Witcher 3 statues that are kind of expensive. Oh. I'd like some of those. Those are pretty rad. Hey, hey. It'd look nice in here. I'm sure you could find some cheaper, unofficial Witcher 3 statues that, yeah, might be of the porn variety, but nonetheless of a high quality. I think that would look nice in here, though. It would, it would. And as long as their clothes are on, no one will know. No one comes in here. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, I saw the 
saddest crossover the other day, by the way. In Call of Duty Mobile, they're introducing... <laughs> if anything, new... That's just the dystopian future right there. Call of Duty Mobile. Speaking of the dystopian future, in Call of Duty Mobile, they're going to introduce Ghost in the Shell skins. Oh, shop it. Look up the video on YouTube, Bob. Just look up just look up COD Mobile Ghost in the Shell. Oh man. It's got it's gotta be bad, right? Well, I've only I haven't seen the actual skins. I only saw the video. But I was just like Man. This, this, See this kill is, me now. Here's here's the solution to all of our problems. Everyone just throw out all your electronics and just just get in hiking. Just just hike everywhere. You're only saying that because that's your dream. I mean, yes. I was gonna say read. Throw out all your screens and just read. I mean, but oh, there's the there's I, the chance for politics in that though. I I joke, but I mean, think about it. If people just like stop playing video games, if okay, they stopped well, watching out. TV, <laughs> okay, stop going to the movies and uh-huh. entertain themselves in nature. Uh-huh. All these giant companies would fucking shit a brick. It would be amazing. Even if you even if you don't stop it altogether. Even if you just cut like 20% out. It just spent more time outside. Because b- believe me, listen, you can still spend a fuck ton of money um on on being in the outdoors. Oh well, you would know. You you absolutely can, <laughs> but you know. Yep. <laughs> at least it would be going to different people. <laughs> other big companies, yeah, the outdoor, other, other mega co- the outdoor mega corporations. Well, if you think about it, if you think about it, okay. The only we're through the looking glass here, people. Okay, if if you, the only thing I would say you really have to buy high quality gear for being outside is shoes. I would and maybe just, socks. I would everything just else you can and maybe socks. And maybe uh, shorts. I, <laughs> and you know maybe some camping equipment. Yeah some tents. Some tents. You know you're gonna you're gonna wanna like go and uh uh, uh you know boating uh-huh. fishing. Sure. Oh a canoe. A canoe. You want uh-huh. some high quality fishing equipment. What about an engine for your boat? Ooh, need a high quality engine. Ooh, and those are gas. You know. So hey, oh, we're full circle. We're right back. I would just like to say, Bob, I can tell you without a doubt in my mind, not knowing how much you've spent on your various endeavors recently, I have most certainly spent nowhere near the amount of money. On video games that you've spent on outdoors things. Okay, that that <laughs> might be fair, <laughs> but also you don't have to go to my insane lanes. You could just like listen. If people take 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 one hour of TV. If you watch, let's say you watch one hour of TV every night after work. Uh-huh. Take. Sorry, the battery in my headphones uh, is being troublesome, and it uh, it exploded. So that's fun. Um, if it you literally exploded, it, it did that thing batteries do when. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
very annoying and I'm sure is just doing wonders for um, the audio. Uh, and that didn't work at all. So I'm just going to take these off for the rest of the podcast. Um, take one one of those hours and just go out for a walk. Sure. Okay. That's, you're taking, if everybody did that, you're taking 20% of eyeballs off of television for a night or for, for the week. That That's good advice. I'm not, I'm not going to bash on you. That's good advice. I will say you're not seeing the train coming down the tracks in that scenario because if everyone starts doing that, Bob, then the sidewalks are just going to be filled with people. And then where will you run? <laughs> trails. No, there'll be people all over the trails. You're going to have overflow onto <laughs> good, the trails. Good. There's so many people out there. There's going to be people walking all over the trails. What what you're really getting to here, Alex, is the real the real truth of everything. The truth of everything. The truth of everything. Okay. Which is there's too many people on the planet. <laughs> Well, oh, so we should probably kill half of them. Yeah. Do you think all this chaos that's going on right now is coincidental? I'm glad we just got the to natural, Just the natural progression of things? Thanos no. was right, damn it. <gasps> Gotta get rid of a whole bunch of people, hey, man. I want to What's you? the line from Dwight in the office? We need a new plague. Though we did have one, and we've got another one on deck. We, we did have one. So it didn't do that much. It didn't do enough. Um, you know, Bob, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm and just to be clear, I'm not ready to talk about your general running psychosis. That would be one of the last topics to try to keep you engaged. But I was thinking the other day when you were doing your um, absolute run of lunacy. <laughs> I and I want you to describe the run of lunacy because every podcast could be someone's first. That's true. Bob decided, and his own free will, to do a twenty-four hour marathon, meaning as much as you can run slash walk as far as you can go in a twenty-four hour period. Now, I would contend only people who deeply hate their lives volunteer for something like this okay secondly and i want you to know bob i was just joking about the last thing but i want you to know i sincerely mean this okay anyone who signs up for any of these ultra marathons should be under government surveillance (laughs) (laughs) you know what alex i would agree with you because and, and let me just make the case Anyone who's willing to run for 24 hours or run 100 miles or whatever, not being forced to, willing to. Active choice. And not for like any sort of monetary gain either. Just doing it because they think it's fun. Is just one bad moment away from snapping and committing some heinous crime. I'd buy that. Am I wrong? (laughs) No, I don't think so. So... (laughs) With this in mind, I did some research. Did you know some of the worst people throughout history Runners. ran ultra marathons? <laughs> I did that. Oh, okay. really? I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, like who? Hitler. <laughs> Hitler ran an ultra marathon. That's right. Okay. Which one? 
<laughs> I don't know what it was called, but I just ran that he was an ultra marathon. Oh, I read okay. that he was an ultra marathon okay. runner. Got it. It mm-hmm. was the Dusseldorf Ultra. You never heard of that one? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you thought you thought you were a fan. <laughs> Do your research, Bob. <laughs> Well, you know, you run an ultra marathon, so you're basically Hitler. I'm just saying, I, I did my research on this. You know who else was an ultra marathon runner at one point? Trump. See that? You can't look at this. No. He Dang. finished one. I read it. He finished That's one. That's not any kind of Now, did he pay someone to do it? I don't know. <laughs> But the name was on there. He, he piggybacked. Oh, no, no. See, see, that doesn't get... We've talked about this. When it comes to running, you actually got to run it. No, you don't. Yes. If it shows that you did it, then you did it. No. One day... Well, Erica, no, for your... For oh, no, your, wait, wait, no, no. For, like, for serious now, though. Did Trump... Trump has said he's running a marathon. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> you know, we were being like, because I was like, you hold up, Erica. Dude. You know, there was this Mega Millions thing. The What was the pot? Like 1.1 1. 1 1 billion point, or something? Some insane amount of money. Let me tell you something. If I won that, the first thing I would do is pay someone to run an ultra marathon under my name just to say to Bob that I did it to piss him off. <laughs> See, but I would know you didn't. How would you know? I would know. How would you, you know? You don't know. No, because here's the thing. If you were running, at the same time, Bob, I would take were, my newfound money. If you were run- and hire a personal trainer slash um cosmetic surgeon to sculpt my body <laughs> into that of a Greek god, and then there would be a doubt in his mind, Erica. Right? Because if the I seed, woke up the one, is there. If one day, he saw me, and I was Henry Cavill. All of a sudden. And I said, oh, hey, Bob, I just completed this hundred mile race in fucking Zimbabwe. How would he ever know if I actually did or didn't do it? It would it would kill him, Erica. He would probably kill himself. I would kill your husband. He'd, He'd kill himself. I mean, he would. There would be pictures. Yeah, I'd take a picture of me at the finish line. Yeah, no, I I'd know. He's got money, though. How would you know? You could Photoshop that shit. You get a good somebody who actually knows what they're doing. I would sick a marathon investigator on you. You know what I would do? I would have the guy run the race with one of those head cameras that they use on like the challenge, (laughs) and I would deep fake my face (laughs) onto his head and send Bob the video. See, why would you think this would make me mad? This would only blow up in your face because all I do is try and get you to run more ultras. No, I just the one. And he's retiring. Just the one to do it before you did. Yeah, but how many people eat you alive? Two though. Are you like, oh, come run with me, please come run with me? And they're all like, nah. Yeah, no, that's generally what happens. But, but I've already run ultras. No, no, no. You haven't run a hundred miles. And frankly, when you did this twenty-four hour race, you quit. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be fair, he was getting stormed on. It's a stare. It isn't rain here. Erica, Erica, did he or did he not quit? He did call it. Yes, he did. Wow. I did think it was funny, though, that it didn't rain for what felt like months. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Bob's like, hey, I've signed up for this 24 hour 
uh, run thing, and the forecast is like, oh, oh, you're running? Storms. Well, this is like, storms all through the this day. This is like when Bob goes to a fucking any sort of restaurant and he's not there with me. Because when I'm there, it's all good. But when he's not there, with, because I'm really nice to waiters and waitresses, unlike Bob, who's just an unbelievable prick. We know this isn't but, true. So that's not the case. Bob is paying for the sins of the father. You could have played along. No. Anyways. Because we were just out to eat last night. Jerk. I am a jerk. Thank you. Anyways. Um, I want this on the record, though. When Bob goes out to eat, immediately all the bad waiters and waitresses oh, check in. There. They're just like... The curse is there, for sure. He's here. Sins of the father. You want it on the record. I want this on the record. That the reason the, the reason I quit is because before <laughs> still on <laughs> before I was kidding Bob before I uh, before I left for that race I did think we were going to get a rant about uh, the, the the waitressing no waiters but I didn't no, realize he's, we, no, he's we were still going, on no, it he's no still on. before before I left for that by. race my wonderful wife made me promise that I wouldn't do anything stupid oh. and on the last lap of that race the sky lit up. Lightning was coming down everywhere, and I said, this is stupid. I promised I wouldn't do anything stupid. I'm calling it here. So if I hadn't said anything, you would have kept going. I might have. Okay. (laughs) Fun destroyer. (laughs) Fun slayer, Alex. (laughs) Fun slayer. Let's get it right, please. Are you tangentially related to the Doom Slayer? Maybe. (laughs) Somewhere down the line. They did also... As I as I finished that lap, they told me they were about to call, uh, hit the siren to to halt the race, um, which they did moments later. So, I did say that I was like, "This is the potential for like stupidity. Please do not do anything stupid." I appreciate that I was listened to. On the record, I'm impressed. I mean, I don't know that I believe it. I think this might have. I think this might have been some gag you two came up with just to say on the podcast to put it on the record. No, <laughs> no, it was definitely a conversation that happened before we went to bed on the Friday before the race. Hey, uh, look. Now I will also put out there for on the record. Not dead. On the record, the whole endeavor stupid. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna put that. The I'm just word. gonna throw that out. What, there. what, is, what encompasses the whole endeavor in this <laughs> scenario? Because I'm concerned it's more than just the about race. just about everything you do in your free time. <laughs> I I will never understand the ultra thing. You seem to enjoy yourself. You've got a nice little community, and that's great. They oh, and they just asked so for sweet. the link to the podcast, so they some people might listen. This podcast? Yes. Oh, nobody wants to listen to this podcast. Yeah, no one's gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, throw it out there. Hello, new listeners. I mean, how was the last episode? Welcome to the was suck. Was the last episode good? Because, I mean, that's that's important because they're getting the, the link tonight. So if they're going to listen, they'll probably listen to the last episode first, right? So was the last episode good? My performance is always great. Well, Yours true. is varying. Yeah, it depends. It really does. Usually, oh, I, the, I, la- the last one was the one I was trying to stay awake. Yeah, so you weren't <laughs> on it. Basically, <laughs> so we were on. Yeah, so it's probably and we're always one. on. We're always on. I always bring my A game, and if I'm basically not on, then I can't, then it's not like. So the podcast was really good. Yeah, probably, probably sorry. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Good, good. And Welcome I will say, Junk Miles community. <laughs> Hi guys. To settle interference, I'm Bob's wife. <laughs> I do exist. 
If you ever hear about Bob doing something really stupid, I probably fed him that idea. (laughs) Except the marathons thing. You didn't feed that idea. No, but I've supported it. (laughs) Through ridicule. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey. That's how we show love in our family. (laughs) Hey, you don't got to tell me. I wasn't being sarcastic. (laughs) Okay. I know Bob the dog. I know. He's crazy, but that's okay. He sometimes loves you. He fits in. Not here. like I love you, but <laughs> I'm so hot. Why do you hate your dog? I don't hate my dog. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. He's adorable. He's a good boy. I don't hate my dog. He's a good I am just boy. I am just not I am not in a place <laughs> in my life ears. anymore Cover where ears, I really dog. In, like want the responsibility of having a dog anymore <laughs> sounds like you kind of hate the dog Bob. i don't hate the dog he's a good dog <laughs> he's the best dog i do think and i say this now and wait till something happens to him i'll have a new dog in like a week because yeah. that's just it would be nice to have a little bit of a break but i do think it's very hard that's to, adorable we like tried to do this with uh uh we had a dalmatian growing up and, you know, she got older. Our parents were taking us to see new dogs before Quincy was dead. <laughs> and we're driving. Like, can we, are we moving on a little fast I here? driving home from one of those things that I just started sobbing. And I was like, it's like you've already got her in the grave. She's still home. That, you know? is, that is weird. It was it was bad. And then, like, they stopped because she ended up. Uh, she lasted until my freshman year of college. I wasn't home when they put her down finally. But, um. We've there's always been a family where we've had a dog, though. There's yeah. never been, like, a six-month period where we didn't have a dog. Well, and, and look, realistically, Bob the dog, I've never seen a more masculine dog. Like, he's just pure muscle, all stud. He's going to live forever. So, by the time, like, you know, a fucking mountain falls on him to finally <laughs> take him out, by that time, Izzy will be a little bit older, be a little bit easier to take care of. You won't have to constantly be on her all the time. And then you'll be like, you know what I need? A dog. Another dog. No. You know what? And, and I'm going to tell you this right and now. Here's, here's there will be I'm a break. We, there will be another dog. You can shake your head. That's not the, the case. <laughs> like you want to get me mad? Like I was, I managed to stay even keel through the politics stuff. <laughs> I will, I will, I will get oh, mad about die. this. Here, this is all I have to do. You know, this is all <laughs> you have to do, Erica. Because if there's one thing we know about fathers and their daughters, they just melt. Oh, it's easy. Oh yeah, all so, I have to be is like, Izzy, oh, tell your dad you want a dog. There you go, Daddy. Boom. I want a dog. 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 Easy. <laughs> he's not even denying it. <laughs> yeah. He knows he's been defeated. Yep. Soundly KO'd. Daddy, can we get a doggy? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's, you know, so every time we want to go out of town, we got to board them. Or find oh, someone yes. To watch you know, you them. and Derek are world travelers. I like to travel. She well, likes to travel. I like to travel. We just haven't done it because we have a baby. And, you know, plague. I'm just saying, you're acting like this is some big inconvenience. Well, it also, like, let's not act like my parents wouldn't wouldn't want, not watch the dog. Well, 
Don't your parents have to go with you on every vacation? No. (laughs) Hey, Erica. Hey, Alex. I've been playing a game (laughs) that, frankly, shouldn't be fun, and I don't think it is, but I've still played it quite a lot. Power Wash Simulator. (laughs) He texted me about this a while ago. Is it just, does it hit that, like... It hits a certain level of satisfaction seeing a surface that's just pretty much black get back to a brand new state. (laughs) And this is what's funny. If I were the power wash industry, I'd love this game. I promote it all the time because it would make you think, holy shit, I'm going to go buy a power washer and use it on my house or use it on my car and it'll be like it's brand new again. (laughs) That's what you think playing this game. Everything is you... You're walking through life and everything is dirty. Literally in these games, it's like the house had a bomb dropped on it and then you power wash it and it's like it just got built. (laughs) No, but it hits like a certain it scratches a an itch. certain satisfaction to watching that dirt get blasted away. There is. I don't know what it is. See, when you told me about this at first, I thought you were joking. No, and and you know what else? It's you could play it six player co op <laughs> <laughs> to power wash faster. <laughs> That's hysterical. And this is just the game. You're just you're just, you're just all you do is power wash. That's right. I love it. Hey, I've got a question. Uh-huh. So because you are your dig against me and running <laughs> turned into a slightly oh bigger conversation, oh does that God. mean we don't get to talk about the race again? Oh no, we do. No, oh, okay, but, okay. We said we're saving that. But that's later. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's okay, like I just, maybe the last thing to keep our new running people listening. Okay. And now I say maybe, because if they are new listeners, they're not gonna know. We hop all over the fucking place. So it might be five minutes from now, but it may be two hours from now. Yeah, it's a hard listen. You'll just have to listen. It's not a hard listen. We are a delight. Yeah. Speak for yourself. But no, I have not talked about how you finished The Witcher 3, finally. Mm -hmm. We have not talked about all of the WWE nonsense. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're we're, we're good, Jobby. We better just call Rosati's now. (laughs) See, stop saying it, Bob. Stop saying it. It's not funny. I think mm. it's kind of funny. Anyways. <laughs> I had be, th- that, that would be two pizzas within a 24-hour period for us. So that tracks. More like within a 12-hour period. That was 2 o'clock oh, in the morning. You're right. I'm sorry. More like one thirty, but. Okay. And it was the best pizza I'd ever eaten. <laughs> well, start drinking. The next one's going to be even No, better. Erica is not drinking for a while. Erica imbibed a lot last night. And it was cocktails. Oof. Let's well, started at dinner. Like, they were like, we went to a, oh, uh, tray, yeah. a, a taco place. Really good. And uh, What place? It's in downtown uh, Glen Allen. It's called Toto Madre. Hmm, I don't think I've had it. It was really good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Everything there was tasty. So, I he had said it was my birthday, and I was like, if these fuckers sing to me, I'm throwing you out the window. But they were like, you can either get your uh, cocktail for free, a free dessert, or a shot of tequila. Okay, so this is this is this was weird to me. I thought this was weird too. I was like, just comp my drink. Don't give me the option. Like, you're 
The, well, the whole thing was weird because, like, when I made the reservation, there's like a little thing on there that says, "Ooh, is it a birthday or not?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a birthday." Now, usually, usually, like, that's just supposed to be like on the side, and someone's like, "Yeah, it's her birthday," so that you know the person whose birthday it is has to sit there in anxiety for the whole meal waiting for this birthday thing to happen but when right when we got there they're like oh it's somebody's birthday today it's like this is weird i've never seen this before really no they usually say if they know it's a birthday they will say happy birthday when they see you i don't i don't i, I just never do that because i don't want to deal with that shit <laughs> but you get a free dessert well, I opted for the free shot of tequila, which she was did. a mistake. I sipped it. I didn't shoot it, because I think if I shot it, I would have thrown up. I can't do shots anymore. Shots, shots, shots. I had sangria with dinner, and which I was like, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck it. It's my birthday. I'm going to get destroyed. And then we went to this cocktail bar. A couple friends came out. Drank entirely too much. Came home, and then uh, my brother came back with us. And uh, uh, for some reason, we decided it was a good idea to bust out the wine. My parents were over, so mom was like, fire that son bitch up and throw it at my head. So we drank two bottles of wine, and then I was like, I need, I need something in my stomach, or tomorrow is going to be a very bad day. So the only option, unfortunately, was Sarpino's, but they came through in the clutch. And then I woke up at like 5.30, and I took some uh, ibuprofen and chugged a bunch of water so I didn't feel like death warmed over today, but... I've been very sleepy, but I'm no, still but on my A game. But you're good it. right now. I'm good now. He did ask me this morning. He was like, "Are you gonna be okay?" I'm like, "I'll be fine." We ain't canceling. The show must go on. That's right. Hey, Bob. Hey, what are you getting Erica for her birthday? I got her a birthday present already. Oh, mm-hmm. is it a secret? Yeah. Oh, I guess we'll have to wait next time on Subtle Interference, <laughs> if I remember. Which I probably won't. Probably not, no. <laughs> In two weeks, I'll be fucked. <laughs> um, well, you yeah. shouldn't have gotten me anything, because I went to the spa. And I'm not going to get, like, super hot about it, because I enjoy receiving gifts. <laughs> <laughs> that, that being said, I'll take more gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Bob, yeah. if you want to give me any gifts, I'll, I'll receive them. I will give you the gift of I will be your running coach. pretty shitty gift man (laughs) that sounds like a gift for you frankly (laughs) this is like the old i bought you a uh i bought you um a vacuum honey i bought you this bowling ball it's got homer etched i bought you a peloton (laughs) not trying to send any messages or anything does the Peloton still get used? Where is the Peloton? Peloton's in his office upstairs. And yeah. yes, it does still get used. Okay. I didn't know if maybe it was just a like, you know, a dust collector. Well, if that was the case, it would have been sold. Because yeah, nah. But he does still use it on occasion. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, tell me about now you finished all of the Witcher three, including the DLCs. Yes. Where are we rating the DLCs? Is it as good as the main game? Better than the main game? Where are we at? Worse I than the main would game? say because the the first one uh, is Hearts of Stone mm-hmm. is like Blood a solid wine. like side quest kind of thing. It's maybe 
eight, ten hours long. Okay. Blood and Wine was like an extra like 20, 30 hours, so I want it's like say. a whole other game. It is. It's a whole new map. Like you're not, they don't, uh, Blood or, uh, Hearts of Stone is on the same map, the world map that you're on. Right. You go to a whole new area uh, for um, Blood and Wine. And it's great. It's a really good story. Uh, they tie it in well with uh, the books, which is something I really dug about the game itself. I thought it was very true and uh, uh, faithful to the source material um, in a good way. Um, yeah, great quests. Uh, I still have a couple like Witcher contracts that I can do, but I liked where it like ended. So I'll see if I actually go back and finish those because I'm just kind of like, let this man rest. This man is like, it's been a rough time. Let 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 Geralt have a minute to chill. Uh, uh, definitely a teary at the end of the main game. And then they are at the end of Blood and Wine. And then they have like a little after the credits kind of coda. Uh-huh. Definitely crying then again too. But... um. Yeah, I, I really dug the hell out of it. Uh, I am pretty sure I got the worst ending, which I was pissed off about. So when they do the uh, upgrade for the new systems, I may just did do you, like a separate-ass playthrough. Did you like look up what the other potential endings were? I haven't, but from what happened, I'm pretty sure it's the worst ending. <laughs> Maybe that's just the ending. It might just be the ending, but I don't know. I don't know that that's the case. Because I do want to play it again, so I didn't want to look anything up. Yeah. Um, same with the main game. I'm pretty sure I got the best ending for that and for uh, the Hearts of Stone DLC. Um, but what I was thinking of doing, just because you've said that the uh, the first game and then Witcher 2 are a little rough, like nowhere near right the amount of polish that's on that third one i would maybe poke the head in and like a let's play or something yeah just out of curiosity but um no i dug the hell out of it easily one of the the best games that i've ever played and you know being as uh, hyper fixated on that universe and that lore as i am right now it was uh it was fun thoroughly enjoyed it highly recommend you know i haven't watched more just because i've been busy and just hadn't thought about it i guess but i watched the first episode of that netflix resident evil show i heard it was bad and it's um weird is how i would describe it what i read was that the protagonist is very unlikable and not in like a you want to get behind them kind of way like X Pack Go Away Heat, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not even. If you're only one episode in, though. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's a weird show. I think it's set. It's definitely set after Raccoon City being obliterated by a nuke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just—it's like people have been making fun of it. There's like some weird writing, like in the first episode. Out of nowhere, it's like one of the daughters, like maybe the main character, I'm not sure, off just one episode. She makes some passing comment about how she's been busy watching Zootopia porn. And I was just like, who writes this? Like, I'm <laughs> like, sorry, what? 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 
Yeah, it was really weird. Why the hyper specific? Like, yeah. couldn't you just say like? Furry and she porn? was like talking to her father too. Like, did you it's have children? Weird. Do you know that they don't really talk about that kind of stuff with their parents? Yeah, at least you shouldn't. A little weird. Yeah, I I have heard apparently they've made some very funny references to certain events in the games. Like, um, did you ever did you ever play Resident Evil Five, the one with uh, Chris and Shiva? I only played a Sheva. few a few minutes, and then I was like, I'm not really getting into this. I would rather be playing four. So. Oh. Erica, let me tell you something. Resident Evil 5 co-op with someone else. Blast. Super fun. Blasty blast. Really fun. Yeah. Is it as good as Resident Evil 4? No. Well, I think it's unfair to expect it to be. But really a good time. And, I mean, there's some funny stuff in that game. Like, at the end, you know, like, do you care about spoilers on a 35-year-old game? No. Um... The way they finally end up killing Wesker, because he's like, at this point, he's like, you know, super soldiered up and everything. Right. Um, Is he like, dies in a, he's like in a volcano while getting hit by RPGs. (laughs) But, um, and I've heard in the TV show, they make some passing reference to Wesker dying in a volcano or something like that. Like, Well, I mean, if you have an IP like that, and you're going to be making a, a show about it. I'm going to expect references to the game. Yeah. Um, but th- I think that's one of the weird things about the show is it doesn't appear like there's any actual characters from the game. And it's like, dude, I mean, you know, people love a lot of these characters. I don't you get know? that at all. That just doesn't make any like, sense. Leon, Jill, Leon! Chris. I mean, people like love these characters. So it's they found more game. food. <laughs> Yes. Are those gummies? Are those fun gummies or are those just gummies? No, these are just gummies. Yeah, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but in, but in Resident Evil 5, there is that element where you can, like, mash the button to call for your partner. So if you're Chris, for example, you just start doing this, like, come on, Sheva, Sheva, come on. It's so funny. It's it's like hyper irritating for the other person. <laughs> but like these video game shows and these video game movies, it's like... They never want to just do the game. Can you just do the thing that made the thing popular? This isn't difficult. No. Just, it's super easy. Like, let's do this. Like, you know how like the Marvel movies, they started like just letting them be like what they are? Remember how the Marvel movies mostly are just adapting arcs from the comic books? Because someone else has already done all the heavy lifting right, for you. Just do that. And we- do 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 the people who read like every comic book in existence, do they complain that this shit is just being adapted? I mean, they're probably complaining about the quality of the adaptation or how good of a job they did on making the story make sense in a movie format or something. Sure. But I don't think people are like, oh, they're just repeating the same story that was done in the comics. Well, maybe if you're an idiot. Sure. There are many idiots. There are many idiots. But to me, like, it's it's more I want to see how you're going to translate this one medium into a new medium and how you're going to mm-hmm. manage that. Yeah. Add, add your own little spin, but don't make a whole new thing. Like, we always talk about with the Halo show. I would have just liked to see, like, Halo, you know? Right. Like, the video game, but in a TV show format. 
other than the female Spartan being climbed like a tree. No, that's that just needs to happen. That yeah. at this point is the only reason I will be rewatching. This oh, show. dude, or like watching season you, two. I'm I was gonna you. say there will be no rewatch. No, we're not rewatching. No, 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 no. I didn't mean to <laughs> no, say rewatch. No, no, no. Watching Bob's, Bob's like I've Bob's done it once. Bob's like I have PTSD. Uh, not not only not only will I I not rewatch it. I I I will impart like some manner of network security to prevent those episodes from ever being rewatched in this household. I don't think you have to worry about that. At least half of the reason I want to watch She-Hulk is just so hopefully we get Deadpool climbing She-Hulk like a tree. Not Deadpool, sorry, uh, Daredevil. I always say the wrong thing. I kind of want Deadpool in there now, though. Right, but, like, can well, we they, get Ryan Reynolds up in that piece? They both climb She-Hulk at the same time. That let's, would be hilarious. Let's fucking do it, man. Why the hell not? Ryan Reynolds is up for fucking anything. Let's go. Hold on. I think what you're... You got to get She-Hulk, Daredevil, and Ryan Reynolds, and then Morena as well. You got to get the four of them. You got to get the four right. Who's Morena? His girlfriend in the movies. Didn't she die? Oh, no, he went back in time and saved her, didn't he? Yeah, they did that bullshit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't watched that second one in forever, which is a good movie, but it's like, who goes back to watch anything anymore? Do you find it tiring when it comes to Ryan Reynolds that kind of like The Rock, he always just plays Ryan Reynolds? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't find it tiring... As long as it's the right movie. I think if it's like the Deadpool shtick, that's still working for me. Granted, it's only been two movies, but it's like, sure. yeah, you find your niche, you make that money, man. Let's well, do it. Well, and there's a good point. It's not like Ryan Reynolds has like uh, a catalog of like 800 movies. He's got a fair number of acting. He's in a lot of he's stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff, but it's... And he's always Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. How many like how many like lead roles does he have though? Like he should, he pops up in like a lot of cameo roles. I don't think he has he doesn't have as many as The Rock. Well, sure, but no one does. Well, yeah, I mean, do you give point. any kind of a shit about this Black Adam movie? No, no, not okay. really. Yeah, me neither. I'm I'm I gotta be honest. I have no like issue with The Rock or whatever. I'm just kind of rocked out. Like it's yeah, just I understand that. He's in so much stuff. Mm-hmm. He's always just playing the version of unkillable Hulk. Like I, I just I don't know. It's just it's boring. It yeah, gets boring. I need some variation. Variation on the theme, man. Yeah. Cuz it's not like it's one thing when Keanu and and I'm, you know, not even that big of a fan of the John Wick movies, but it's one thing when Keanu does like a John Wick movie and it's John Wick 45 and he's just still being John Wick. You're it's, it's all the same character, you know, okay. Right. But it's The Rock and he does, you know, fucking whatever. He's doing all these different properties, right? He does Fast and the Furious. He's going to do Black Adam. He's in, you know, Whatever else, walking tall or because here's the here's the thing with the, the rundown, the rock. He's always the same guy because the rock's not an actor. The rock is a brand. Yeah. So he he has he like I I don't really know like like what his range could be if he tried, but I don't like he's got to maintain that 
that persona, in, in, like at least that's my perception of it. In his mind, if he's not this character, then that's damaging to him. Well, and then you have the thing with The Rock in all his movies where he never really can lose a fight right. or get beat up. Well, and that kind of shit is like, no. And, and you know what I think of like right out of the gate? What's and I know like people like I always say I know people like to rip on the Dark Knight Rises, but one of the things that is great about that movie is Batman gets absolutely demolished by Bane, loses, loses bad. Gotham gets taken over and he has to build himself back up. Rise, if you will. Yes, to make the big (laughs) pro wrestling comeback. To win, win in hey, the end. You know who gets the shit beat out of him quite a bit and always comes back? Goku. Oh, yeah. Goku gets beat up bad. <laughs> Bob, and, then, and then just out of nowhere, he's like, oh, I'm oh. three times as strong. <laughs> Sweet. Bob, why can't you just watch Dragon Ball Super? Like, what's your fucking problem, okay, man? Okay, here. Okay. I, I'm sorry to bring this back to running. But I will make it a short tangent. You knew this was where this was going to lead when you asked that question. I, I, I. How am I supposed to know Dragon Ball Super is going to lead to running? Because everything leads to running. Okay, so, so what should we just what, not do the podcast? Part, part of, <laughs> part, part of the trouble is that I, I spend so much time running. It's hard for me to watch stuff. Oh no! You told me you only spend about twenty five percent of your free time running. <laughs> Now it's so much of my time. Which one is it, you fucking liar? <laughs> the the uh the slack Ooh, you've been caught, huh? The slack folks had a good suggestion, which is I can get a cheap gym membership through my uh my employer and that is right down the street from us. I could do that and then I could watch T V shows on a treadmill like once or twice a week. Okay. That would help. That's actually a, a viable solution. There, there you go. go. And that that super would be great on a treadmill. There's just one problem. If you're talking about the park district, you probably won't have a signal. No, 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 no. It's a, the um. There's an anytime. Oh, it's right over here. Anyways, and you can download it to the phone. Okay. Shut you should your do, mouth. You should do that with Bluey when you're trying to distract your daughter. Yeah, no, I no. That's a thing legit, that we do. Yeah. yeah, no, I just need to actually download the episodes so they work. <laughs> she doesn't like to wait. <laughs> Bluey oh. season three, August tenth. Alex, oh, we got new episodes coming. <laughs> <laughs> episodes you haven't seen forty five times. Here's the thing, though. Bluey's at least good. Yeah, there's some of those kids shows that you're just like, if I have to watch one more second of oh, this, I'm yeah. going to rip all my hair out see, of my head. See, this is where you guys fuck up. Because you have all the control. So when you put on like Mickey Mouse Road Racers or whatever the fuck, and after one episode you go, holy shit, this is brutal. You know what you do? You never put that on again. No, but then there's the the wailing and gnashing of teeth. No, Until no. you fucking put Mickey no, back no, on. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. She's only, she's almost three, Bob. She's almost three. She's not going to remember that show. Yeah, no, she you, does, Alex. No, no. Yep. Alex, she comes up to me now and says Clubhouse. Without the TV on. 
She knows what she wants. It, it, and if you don't put it the fuck they on, they remember. There's a problem. Izzy, I don't nice know reference. what Nice reference. I appreciate that. Izzy, I don't know what Clubhouse means. We're going to have to watch Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> <laughs> I got her to watch Lion King today. She was engaged with that. Look, all I'm saying is he put on one episode of Dragon Ball Super and she watched it. There was no complaining. There was no crying. I thought it was bonkers she that it was only the one episode because you said it was, I was on That was when I was gone, right? Yeah. Talk to him. What I got the I picture do? and I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to spend an evening watching a couple episodes of Super. That'll be nice. And she won't like, she'll watch it with them. Good. You only watched one? Yeah, I only ended up watching one. But I did, I did really enjoy um, Champa setting up the tournament and the the two portraits of them. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Super glorious. Yeah. Well, and because you've watched, is the best. You've watched some of it, right? I've watched. Well, he watched the parts that were just the redos of the, of the movies, movies. Okay, which he should have skipped anyway. Agreed. Because yeah, I don't think I bothered with those. I watched well, the no, movies, I don't, and it was I like think, okay. I think I I think I watched. A couple of the Frieza episodes. That's redos of the movies. Well, yeah, but there was a, there's two movies. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because I I don't I didn't rewatch, I didn't rewatch one of those arcs. They they recapped the two. They they essentially did arcs for the TV shows that were just the two movies: Battle of the Gods, and Resurrection F. That's here's song. here's the problem. I want to get to this baseball episode. Yeah, so you would it's have like to watch episode, episode seventy-eight. Okay, I'm on like twenty. It's not that far in, is it? Dude, they're twenty-minute episodes. It's a long time still. You guys watched all of "It's Always Sunny in a Week." Well, I did. Yes, <laughs> her. He okay, didn't. Erica, just put the episodes on and plant <laughs> his ass on the couch. I know you have all the power here. You just like to relinquish it to make him feel good about himself. <laughs> okay? Well, and now that I'm done with The Witcher, you can actually watch stuff upstairs. <laughs> He'd come sit down and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like, this is Erica's quiet time. No. You got you got to go. Okay, the, here, here's the thing. You can lead a horse the, to water. Got a couple of things. <laughs> got a couple of things I got to get through. I got to finish Strange New Worlds. I got four episodes left of that. Then I got to watch the Orville. Um, and what's the other thing right now? Oh, what we do in the shadows. That's, that's quick ongoing. too. Though. That's it's quick. And so. that's only going to be that's twenty minutes a week. And then once he and then once he watches all of those, he'll find something else to watch instead of Dragon Ball Super. Have you watched Strange New Worlds? No, no, I haven't watched it either. He said it was pretty good though. I think for it's new Trek, yeah. I think it's the best new Trek I've seen in a very long time. Have you watched any of it? Or no? no. You're not bothering with the new Trek stuff. Um, no, I, wa- I am. I watched um, the first season or two of Discovery and I'm just behind. I'd like to, you know, if I'm going to watch something else, I'd like to get through whatever's been aired of Discovery first. Sure. I just have no desire to watch Discovery at, at whatsoever. Um, and my understanding is there's stuff that happened in Discovery that leads into Strange New Worlds but I just can't be bothered. I've just not heard very good things about Discovery. I, I, I also haven't watched Picard. And even if some of these things are maybe just okay or whatever, I feel like it's almost like the Marvel stuff. If you're going to watch like one thing, you kind of probably should just watch everything. 
Mm. See, I don't know. I Well, do I, you have to with this new Star Trek stuff? With the Marvel stuff, you almost have to. Or at least read a very detailed, like, summary of the stuff you I, skipped. I, I mean, I can't speak to the other Star Trek stuff. Because, one, I, I heard a number of things about Picard, mostly from Red Letter Media, that just made me say, no, I have no desire to watch this. Um, Discovery... I've not heard great things. I've I've heard Discovery is very hot and cold. Um, but Strange New Worlds has really been, I think, has been very good. I And I have not felt like, oh, I'm missing. Missing something. There's so, like something's going over my head because I didn't watch Discovery or something like that, and which I appreciate. So don't tell CBS or, you know. I don't, I don't think they care. Yeah. Erica, yes. you know, there's this new fighting game. It's sort of like a Super Smash Brothers clone called Multiverses. Is this with all the WB characters? Right. And did you see who's in it? I have I have not seen the full roster. I have seen like the screen grabs of like Shaggy fighting fucking Batman, which is hysterical. Um, the one that may be of interest to you. Steven Universe. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Nice. That was a great show. I loved that show. It's a good show. Very good show. Izzy likes that Steven Universe book. Yeah. I I haven't played it, but all I know is apparently a lot of people want Bugs Bunny to get nerfed. Apparently, Bugs is just God. (laughs) I mean, accurate. Bugs Bunny beating the shit out of Superman. I mean, that sounds hysterical. pretty funny to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard the roster is pretty. Just the the matchup potential is kind of hysterical. So, and it's a free to play, right? Right. Yay, free to play. <sighs> just like everything that has any hope of taking off multiplayer wise. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do we do we crack the WWE? Sure. Wow, we're I get we're two hours in. We haven't talked WWE yet. We said it was going to be oh. a long episode. I think I mentioned this before, but I started playing Duke Nukem 3D because it was three dollars on the Xbox. You store. mentioned that the other day, yeah. Yeah, that game's still fun, man. Enjoying those, yourself. Those fake 3D games they hold up pretty well, like Duke Nukem 3D, Doom, like Rise of the Triad. Like, those were all good games, and they still, they're fun. They're still fun. Well, that's all you can ask. Like, a game, like, there is something to say that a game like Doom had such good level design and, like, a solid feel that even a trillion years later, it's still fun. What, like, 30 years later at this point? Yeah, like, literally. I, you know, remember that a couple years ago... I mean, it's more than a couple years ago now, but they they finally released uh, what was it, Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem Forever, Forever, and just universally panned, just absolutely terrible. And I saw it in like a super bargain bin one day for like two dollars, and I said, and this was back when I had plenty of way too much time. Clearly, I said. I'll get it for two bucks. I just want to see how bad it is. I got ten minutes in. I was gonna say I don't remember you playing that. And for I very was long. like, "Wow, this was two dollars too much." <laughs> I do. It's like 
Duke Nukem was a big property at one point, you know, in the video game sphere. I'm a little like I'm a little surprised there hasn't been an attempt to make some sort of Duke Nukem game cuz if you're I mean if you just have a quality first person shooter, all you got to do is like, you know, slap the Duke Nukem stuff on there. Like it's not like right. you got to make like some super deep game here. I mean, give it time, I'm sure someone will but do it's it. Been, but think about it, it's been a really long time because remember like Forever was in development forever. And then that bombed because they just like were finally like, we'll just ship whatever we got and let's try to recoup some money. And then there hasn't been anything since then. I mean, Duke Nukem Forever, that was a long time ago when that came out. Yeah. So, and I also wonder, I also wonder where the game like Duke Nukem is, would they make that game like they were? Because do you remember there was a lot of... Yes, I do. Yes, like there was a lot of like... Women in bikinis. Uh, I think, though, if you do it in kind of that tongue-in-cheek sort of... Yeah. There, there's a Well, because it was always tongue-in-cheek. There's, you could do it. It would take a deft hand, is yeah. all I'll say. Okay. All right. And I wouldn't Def- be surprised if they're not... Trying to do something with the license. Maybe. I heard something the other day about uh, there is another Tomb Raider game in development. Like another like reboot type thing or whatever. I don't know. Oh, really? Interesting. I liked the three newest ones. I mean, they were all good games. I didn't end up playing the last one, but I did really like my time with the first two. Yeah, I mean, they were good games. They weren't like blow away or anything. No, but they were fun. I did, I did always enjoy like in the first one where she's like... This is before she's the Tomb Raider, right? She's just like a woman on a plane. And the plane crashes and she's like, oh no, this is terrible. Oh, I shot this one guy by accident. This is the worst day of my life. And she becomes like the fucking Terminator. And then she just commits genocide on this (laughs) island. Yeah, it's hysterical. And I think they try to do like the feel bad stuff in like the second game. And it's like, you don't get to do that anymore, Lara. I think it was, I think it was the third game i'm not sure where you know he's she's got like her samoan best friend you know that guy she thinks he's been killed by the villain of the game or whatever i think his name was rourke i seem to remember it being rourke and she goes looking for this guy and like the fucking like she's arnold and the predator falls into like this mud pit comes out of it covered in mud she's all pissed off like crawls out there's this guy standing there she like knifes him in the fucking head kills him (laughs) takes his gun starts going on a full-blown rampage and the whole time is just like it was like so corny you know but you love it (laughs) it's great well i remembered it so that says something but yeah the stories were not the um Strong. Yeah, I wasn't there for games. the story. It was, but just, the gameplay was really it was fun. fun. In those it games. Was, they were fun games. Yeah. Um, well, that's what was kind of funny because people wanted to compare those games to Uncharted, and Uncharted had definitely had a way better story. The Uncharted games, way better voice acting. That's that kind of why you were there, though, wasn't it? But the actual gameplay is much more fun in these Tomb Raider games. I never played any of the Uncharted games. They're good. They're good. They're serviceable. The, the story is what you're really. Sure. For. Yeah, I I think I played Uncharted three and beat it in like seven or eight hours, and there really wasn't 
like I kind of blitzed through it, but you know, even still, there really wasn't that much more to do. Well, and, and they are similar, right? Same company, same engine, whatever. But the Last of Us games always had better gameplay than the Uncharted games. Um, and not we're not talking about like oh leaps and bounds better or something, but they did play better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was. Did you see that they they either just did or are coming out with the Last of Us one like another? remake yeah to bring it up to date oh no i hadn't heard about that it's not just a remake to bring it up to date um there's actually some really cool stuff in this game oh no it's like uh they essentially took the first game and moved it into the last of us 2 engine i it's well and maybe just doing that enables what i'm about to say but it's not just making it look better or in anything like that they they what I read is that it's enabled a lot more accessibility, so more people with disabilities are will mm. be able to play it, um, or at least have a better experience with it. Well, that seems to be uh, to their credit. I think you know Microsoft has like their um, the adaptive controller thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's gotten a lot of praise. But Sony and a lot of big games, but Sony first party, it definitely seems to be a focus to put a lot of accessibility options in their big games now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because how much does cool. it? How much does that really take to do? You know, I think it's. I think it probably depends on what you're doing. It take it, it takes. I, I I'll tell you, it takes enormous lifts to make things accessible well then good you should be doing that I think, shit. I think yeah, it depends. you absolutely should i think it depends right because if you're just doing something like a trigger to give you god mode or uh like reduce how much damage the enemies deal or increase how much damage you deal i mean that's a, just a slider you're moving around no it's that's, not it's it, i'm telling you I, I do accessibility for work it is a huge deal because you, what you got to remember is it, what you and I see as like, oh, I'm just making the contrast on this slider a little higher. Well, you're doing that for your normal eyes. No, 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 no. I'm I'm not downplaying that type of thing, like a color blindness slider or anything like that. I'm not downplaying that. What I was about to say is that does take a lot of work. But for something where you're just like essentially changing a number on how much damage something takes or something like that. Sure. That's not really that much work, but for something like colorblindness, yes. Or if you're doing like, um, I always give them credit. Like Fortnite has the, uh, visual hearing where, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but in Fortnite they have this visual hearing option. And what happens is there's like a circle on your screen and the circle will show you the direction of sounds. Oh, that's cool. So it shows you, you know, if there's footsteps or gunshots this way or footsteps or gunshots that way. And that's a really cool option. And most games, I mean, I, I don't know of any other games that have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then that probably does take a shitload of work. That's a, It takes a tremendous lift. And, and pe- I, people really don't understand how, how much of a lift it is. Like, so, you know, in, in my work, I do surveys, right? And, like, so if if I do a, a survey for the government, it has to meet what's called um, 508 compatibility. 508 is a, it's a federal statute that says that, you know, things must 
meat uh, must be accessible to pretty much everybody. Um, and it's, you know, tie-ins with the um, uh, Americans with Disabilities Act and all sorts of stuff. Um, and you would think that, you know, it's really not that hard, but there's not there's not really, really good standards. And so, and once you get, so like if you're making a game, like let's say I'm making an app for the iPhone, right? Now, I know exactly how the iPhone's gonna work. I know that, you know, even across years, it's basically gonna work the same. You don't have to do that much testing across different iPhones to make an iPhone app. Same cannot be said for Android, although I think it's better than it used to be. Now, that's because all sorts of different people make Android phones. Right. Right? Um, now, the same happens. It's kind of analogous to accessibility because, you know, you're make, you'll make your web app for um, for a... Uh, for a desktop browser, right? Um, but then someone with a disability might be using a screen reader. Well, guess what? There's a number of different screen readers. They all work slightly differently. To be in compliance, you need to work on them all. So you've got a lot of testing, a lot of building to make everything, and standards are getting better. But then think about it from the accessibility standpoint with a video game. You know, Microsoft's adaptive controller is so huge, not just because, um, you know, it's it's a mass market product, but because it's standardized. Um, versus, you know, there have been all sorts of rigs made um, by, you know, uh, garage tinkers who, you know, will make some like cool controller for their kid. Or something like that. Right. But it probably only works on a PC. And then you need to create a bunch of drivers for it yeah. to work. And it's a huge undertaking. So it's a really amazing thing that that Microsoft has done. And it, it has really pushed things forward. Um, and I do, you know, I got to wonder where that push came from. Because it didn't make them any money. That's for sure. Um, it's probably either there's someone high up in the company who's got a who disabled knows, kid, right? Who exactly? Who's close to someone who has a disability? Yep. Or, or maybe someone in PR says, "Hey, we've got this technology that's just sitting around. Why not? Why use don't it? we take it? And yeah, we're not going to make a profit on it, this accessibility controller, yeah. but it's going to make us look like we're the nicest people in the world. Yeah, I think that's I think it's probably pretty right. I think it was somebody's pet project and it got to the right people in Microsoft who saw the PR opportunity. Yeah. And and so well, what's really smart to me about this thing where they're because they you know, they already did a re-release of The Last of Us 1, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was on, it was a PS3 game. And then they did a re-release of the P the PS3 game as a PS4 version, and it was basically just like a frame rate and resolution bump at the end of the day. Like maybe they turned some settings up or something, you know. But 
This is like, hey, we've taken that and we've essentially completely remade the game from the ground up. Like, this is a massive undertaking, right? Mm -hmm. To say we're going to... This isn't like we're not reusing any of the assets. Like, maybe I think they said they took, like, the motion capture data and they moved it into The Last of Us 2's engine, the current engine the games run on. And they have to, like, you know, probably tinker and oh, tweak some things stuff. out sure. and everything. But they had to make, like, all these new character models from scratch to make them look up to date and everything. I mean, it is a big undertaking. But where I think it's smart is, unlike Microsoft, who comes out with a Halo TV show, and there's no tie-in with the fucking show, the show doesn't promote the video game, the video game doesn't promote the show. Well, what does Sony do? Oh, you know, we have a Last of Us show coming out on HBO soon. And, you know, those people who watch that show, maybe they've never played the video games. Oh, now both our video games for The Last of Us are super up to date and brand new looking. You think that was a happy coincidence? No, no someone over there can fucking think. Mm-hmm. I do and love that- how angry that makes you still. It's so stupid. But th- but that's my point is, <laughs> even if I don't know what this Last of Us 1 remake is going to cost, if it's like 40 or 60 bucks or whatever, but even if it's a 70, six, actually, I think it's a $70. I think it's a brand new $70 game product. But the point is, that game's not really for me, right? right. Like, I played The Last of Us 1. I'm good. I don't really need to replay it, even if it's a much higher This is for version. new eyes, though. This is for someone who says oh, wow, I love this show. I want to play this game. You so know. here's the most up-to-date version we can give you so you're not going back and playing something that's a generation old or whatever. And you know what's still funny to me, by the way? I know we got to talk about wrestling, but I did promise a four-hour podcast. Um, and we're getting there. <laughs> and Erica's, Erica's like, fuck. No, I'm not. Um, I mean, my ass is starting to hurt because this chair is Would you like to switch chairs? I'm actually thinking of grabbing one of the pillows and uh, flipping it under my butt. <laughs> there so. you go. Where'd the other one go? Damn it's it. under the table. Okay. Um, it's over here so, oh, what was I just going to say? Shit. What were we talking about? The Last of Us? There was something else. Anger about Halo. I'm so mad. Newer stuff. Getting new eyes on things. Damn it. It's gone. Uh, it's gone. I Bob screwed that. me. I did. did. Can't believe it. I All right, let's just talk about pro wrestling. Damn it. I'll come back to me and then we'll divert like we always do. <laughs> um, the, the WWE stuff is hilarious. So it's been like a month. So maybe we should like do a slight recap. Sure. Vince McMahon, uh, it comes out that he had a supposedly as long as as far as we know, consensual relationship with a paralegal or an assistant or something. It's like an assistant, wasn't it? Or something? Something like that. I thought it was a paralegal maybe, but I'm not sure. Um, anyways, consensual relationship apparently, but then... I don't know. Maybe she knows where a couple bodies are buried. And so now we got to pay her to go away. Yeah. So she gets a $4 million payment, I think, to go away. And there were also some allegations that, like, maybe Johnny Ace fucked her, too. I don't know. It's very unclear. 
This but was all in. There were some articles that came out probably in the New York, in the New close York Times, to I think. a month ago. Right. Either like in the Wall Street Journal ago. or the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, it might have been the Wall Street Journal. And we go over this a little bit more accurately, I think, probably in our last podcast. Yeah, maybe more in depth. Yeah, uh, for sure. So that was the one, and that one was like that didn't look good, right? But then there were started to, there yeah. started to be and I think if that was the only one I think he weathers the storm like easily. Sure. Yeah. And I'm honestly still surprised that it's ended up the way it is in a way. But then more stuff starts to come out. More women who've been paid to go away. You had that old um story of that referee who claimed she got raped by Vince. That story came up again. Well, and I hadn't heard or maybe I had and I just didn't process it about the one uh, a woman who was uh, raped when they were at like the USO show or whatever, and they were like, "Well, you can't say anything about it." Oh, wasn't that Ashley Massaro? Was it her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And remember, she ended up killing herself later. Yeah. No, and yeah. They, I think I guess they pulled her aside and were like, that, "You can't say anything because it'll be bad for the that." That was a different thing. Yeah, I haven't seen that really get connected to this because that's just more of like Vince's usual shitty business. No, it practices. just came up and because of but, like we were just talking about it, and I was just like, "Oh my fucking I, I, god!" You're right. I'd actually forgotten about that because it's been a while. But yeah, that was like she had apparently been raped by someone in the military and reported it, and they were like, "Well, just." shut up about it basically because you we don't want to bring bad press to what we're doing here yeah and i and real nice she did and um and eventually you know i don't know if that was the reason or it was other things or what but eventually ended up killing herself yeah so lovely yeah that was nice but uh no i think the one that to me looked the worst was the former wrestler, this is this is how she was described, a former wrestler who was paid like $8 million to shut up about whatever happened to her. And in the article, I don't know if they got quotes from her or if they just had done research on it. I think they got quotes from her maybe. Um, you know, she said Vince essentially forced himself on her and made her give him a blowjob. And when she refused to put herself in a situation again where that could happen, she claimed she was essentially like pushed down the card until she was eventually fired. And look, just the fact that she got an $8 million payout over it tells you that, you know, he knows he did something wrong. Right. Exactly. Because you don't, you don't get, you just, you don't get paid $8 million when you've, you know, nothing wrong has happened to you you just don't (laughs) um that one that was the bad one and i think that's the one that probably did him in or there's more coming that they must be aware of um well wasn't there supposed to be like a real sports thing on him i don't know i know Netflix was in the works on some sort of show about him, but that wasn't like a that wasn't like supposed to be a negative show. Or no, anything. that wasn't like, going to be a hard hitting whatever. Right. I think that was just like, a we're going to promote how great of a man Vince McMahon is. <laughs> like, you know? oh, fuck. So they, they that's been shelved as far as I'm aware. Um, I don't know about anything else, though. I don't know how you're flying. Like, he's 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 a he's a monster. Like, he's just a legitimate monster. But in the but in the world of big business, does the shit he's done even register? 
probably not, but no. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like normal. Yeah. It's normalized. Normal behavior. Um. So, I think the one where the wrestler, you know, he uh, allegedly raped this woman. That's probably the one that ended up didn't doing him in, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, what ended up happening is because at first it was very much like I'm not. It was like the fucking scene from Wolf of Wall Street, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> that scene. No, because I didn't watch they, it. You didn't see Wolf of Wall Street? No. Then why'd you laugh? I didn't. You did. I was laughing. I don't know if he was. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, that's a great movie. But yeah, Scorsese's a hack. You can't even say it with a straight face. Yeah, but I got him. I got him squinty eyed. Why hasn't he watched Wolf of Wall Street? Who knows? It took him forever to watch Goodfellas. I don't know. Yeah, he never saw Commando either. I realize I'm in charge of a lot of this, but it's just... It it, it really is I actually... You as the adult is... You should be blaming me, yes. I I take on this burden, and yeah. Apologies. But I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think that's what it kind of was, and then more and more stuff started to come out, and it was like... All right, man. Okay, maybe I'll go somewhere. <laughs> and 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 look, like we talked about, I would be so. Anyways, Vince stepped down as the CEO, chairman of the board. He's not. He's not in theory. He is not involved in the company in any way in an official capacity right now. Right. Other than the fact that he owns the majority of the voting shares. <laughs> so. So. Right. It's like. So now his daughter is the co-CEO. Her husband is head of creative, uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And so it's all kind of ended up the way, in terms of people running the company, it's kind of like the way you thought it would be the way it when would shake Vince out. inevitably right. died, right. right? Inevitably. But, that well, fucker was never going to die. In theory. One day in theory. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because, I mean, one, you have the whole, do we actually believe Vince isn't going to like be involved? Is there is there the shadow puppet regime going on? Right. I just have a hard time believing it. But maybe from some legal standpoint, they're going to try to pretend he's not to shield themselves from whatever else other problems. I don't know. Um, I know they made that filing with, was it the SEC where they revised like their last five years of financial statements or something yeah. to, and that, and that was interesting to me. Did you hear about this? Where they essentially said it's like 140 million, was it? Well, or 14 million. Some amount right, of right, right. money. Right, right, right. It was like they, they acknowledged the $15 million or whatever in these payouts. And they said, you know, it was all Vince's money. Like, it wasn't company funds. But because he spent this money to have these women go away to bury what inevitably would have been bad press, even though it wasn't the company's funds, it indirectly benefited the company. Right. So they had to revise. They're they're probably just trying to avoid future lawsuits, right? Like, it is it is interesting though in this way of like, well, 
Vince didn't technically do anything wrong from a company standpoint, but they're going to revise our financial stamp, our financials. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter that Vince paid with his own money. The company's still liable. So um, if they're revising SEC statements, that's very interesting. Um, because here's the thing. The SEC doesn't fuck around. And when you, when you talk about like who rich people are afraid of fear, it's the SEC. The SEC will fuck your shit up. And, uh, and like, that's why this is the, this is the beauty. This is why accountants make so much money. Um, or can is because the rich fucks say just make sure we don't run afoul of the SEC. Yeah, we'll break every other law, or you know whatever, but they will they really will screw you over. Um, or not screw you over actually, enforce the law. <laughs> you know, so if there, I'm curious really what more is be, behind that. I, I don't, I haven't read it. So I, I, I don't know. Um, and I certainly don't know enough about that realm of regulation, um, to know much more than that. But yeah, that's the one thing I've always heard is that the S you do not fuck with the sec. Um, but you know, it, it, but even still, so, but that doesn't that doesn't touch on legality in terms of like WWE's uh liability um to the defendants because and that's state law. Now that that's gonna be whatever law is in Connecticut. Well, I think what they were primarily worried about in the filing was saying, Hey, because Vince buried all this possible bad press and this is one assuming people actually care which is a pretty big if yeah and but you know vince buried all this bad press so which in theory could have hurt our stock price and so in a sense like our stock was sort of manipulated by these payments i think that's what they were kind of leaning towards with when they revised these statements yeah, because that's what the one of the things the SEC will come after you for. Um, but anyways, I think I think there's a lot there's a lot of angles to look at it from. But one, I think the whole co CEO thing with Stephanie and Nick Khan is weird because it's like, does the co CEO thing really ever work in no. any company? No, it does not. I feel like well, you don't think he's not working to like destroy her as well. <laughs> Well, Nick Khan's been putting in a lot of work to destroy a lot of people, mm-hmm. it seems like. Yeah. But, um, I, and I, the whole co-CEO thing would kind of make you think maybe there is still that very real possibility that they're trying to sell the company. Because I, I still feel like that's what Nick Khan is there for, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um. Triple H being put in charge of creative is interesting because he had been, especially after NXT being just demolished by AEW, it seemed like he had been demoted, like noticeably. Yeah. And then he has the heart attack 
where he almost gets killed. Um, and now he's supposedly good, you know, health-wise. But I think a point of interest here is being like the head of creative in WWE. This is not a nine-to-five job. I mean, oh no, 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 no. His work hours are going to be insane. Yeah, he's going to be traveling all the time. And I don't know what physical condition this guy's in, but remember, he took months off to try to get himself healthy again after he almost got taken out by this this blockage, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering how Triple H here is going to hold up to the stress of this job because this is going to be... Stressful. A huge undertaking. Oh, sure. And especially if, I mean... Especially if you got the old man breathing down your fucking neck all the time. Right. Right. Or if you're just disregarding him and you're doing whatever the fuck you want. But... Because I think there's reason to be like... I, here's the thing. I don't know that I'm ever tuning back in. Yeah. I'm just kind of over it. I'm kind of done. Just eh. Um, But Triple H did a lot of good in NXT. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of compelling storylines happening down there. The women really got a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. So if you can bring that up to the, the main roster. Well, and you wonder now, do maybe some people who weren't getting shots, do they start to get some shots again? Right. Um, does the kind of complexion of the show change at all? But I also think, especially at first... I feel like Triple H is going to stay the course. Do the show he thinks Vince wants. Sure. Right? And maybe if he gets more comfortable year, two years down the line, if Vince actually isn't just going to come back at some point, right. maybe then he starts to implement more of his vision. Um, but I also think, you know, I, even when NXT was running hot and everything, Triple H would even say then, you know, this is a show for one audience, whereas. Raw and SmackDown are for a more general audience. So sure, sure. even then, Triple H was never saying like he just wants to do NXT on the main roster. Right, right, right. So his kind of ethos for I, you got to think though, having somebody fresh and not an old crazy person. Yeah, it's it's got to get a little bit better. Well, and you know, I don't know um, because I don't watch WWE and really I'm mostly out of date with AEW as well. But one of the things I have been hearing is for the last few months, um, a lot of people feel like WWE is actually quite good lately. Mm-hmm. And AEW has been, you know, meh, okay. You know? I did see people this last Dynamite on Wednesday were like, okay, we're back on track. Okay. Now, take that with a grain of salt, because I don't follow a lot of wrestling people anymore, but the few that I still do, it did seem that they had a really good episode this week. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, I, you know... And, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I just, like, if I tune in, I want to be entertained. I don't really care if the... I'm not interested in another Monday Night War situation. Right, I don't give a shit. I just want good wrestling on television that Um, I can tune into every now and again and check out. Yeah, I mean, when I think about AEW, some of my problems with AEW are, I think it kind of reflects Tony Khan's personality. Because when you listen to Tony Khan speak, he's going a million miles a minute. 
He's you could tell he's got all these thoughts pinballing around in his brain. He's all over the fucking place, right? And I think sometimes that's how AEW is reflected on the TV show where things are happening. Boom, 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 boom. Nothing ever really gets to sit and marinate. Yeah, marinate for a minute. And and that's not saying they don't do long-term storylines because they do. Oh, they for sure do, yeah. But sometimes on the weekly shows, it just feels like boom, boom, boom. We're on to from one thing to the next. And one of the great things in like, you know, sometimes I think Tony Khan does understand like, hey, this is a big moment. We're going to let it, you know, let it land, let it sit a little bit. Is like when Punk came back, that was like a fucking 30 minute segment and they let it have its time. They let it breathe. Yeah. They didn't like it wasn't like go, go, go move on to the next thing. But sometimes what happens a lot in AEW is someone will get like what is in theory a big win. And WWE, to their credit, when that happens, when they think they've done something that should be viewed as important, they'll stay. They'll let the person celebrate. Sure. They'll, you know, um, they'll just give it its time. Whereas in AEW a lot, it's, oh, shit, someone won this title on to the next thing. Right. You know, that happens a lot in AEW. Uh, and well, we even, saw it when we watched that Forbidden Door show at the end. Right. Moxley wins the title against Tanahashi, and you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe not the outcome I wanted, but now they're going to probably shake hands. You have a little moment. Right. Whatever's going to happen. And instead, like, Jericho and his cronies come out to attack and it's like boom on to the next thing yeah you know? that really left a bad taste in my mouth and they they do that and that's not the only time they do that they do that all the time in AEW that sort of thing mm-hmm. and so it it does have a WCW feel in that sense I guess which like look there were positives of WCW this oh, definitely. Is like, WCW is a great show in a lot of ways um but sometimes you can kind of like slow down a little bit right. you know let stuff breathe let it have its moment. But, no, I think the last thing I watched was that Forbidden Door show, and I haven't really been, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i interested to see, you know, we'll see how, like, Stephanie does, how the company seems to be going forward, because I know Stephanie's been in, like, top executive roles for a long time in WWE, but there's, like you know, doing certain jobs and then there's now you're overseeing the company. Right. Now you're, you're the, the top chairwoman spot. of the board. Yeah. I mean, that's a major increase in responsibility. And remember a week, like literally like a week before this all went down, she was taking a leave of absence. And you have someone actively trying to destroy you. <laughs> so, I mean, best of luck, Steph. <laughs> It's going to, I'm super interested to see what more plays out, you know, because I mean, obviously you, I, I've always been transparent of when wrestling is really, really, really good. I'll kind of get into it, but otherwise but I don't really care. But I, I find the business of wrestling to be really interesting. And, you know, especially with Vince, you know, he was CEO, chairman of the board. And his presence is always there. He's doing day-to-day operation shit too. Like I don't like the main how how 
How did he have the time? How did how? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I mean, he's in fucking Cole's ear the whole broadcast. Like, one thing I did hear was that commentary was definitely improved. Ooh, I don't know, but because you, know, you don't have an old yeah. crazy well, person screaming. What, what in your I've ear. what I've heard about Michael Cole lately is since they brought in Pat McAfee to do color with him, mm-hmm. it's been like a breath of fresh air and. Oh, yeah. I've even I've heard Michael Cole say them bringing in Pat McAfee to work with me has like revitalized my entire career because he's making it so much fun. Good. Nice. And, and and that's good for him, you know, because yeah. the truth is, was Cole ever Jr.? No, but Cole's not that bad. What, what gets annoying about Cole is when he has like his certain catchphrases that they just beat into the fucking ground, you know? Dirty game, Alex. Oh my god! But hey, a shot every time they said that that season, you'd be <laughs> dead in ten minutes. Um. And so, so yeah, I guess there's a lot to be seen. You know, the company might be sold. Um, you know, what will the McMahon legacy be with the company if it is sold? Um. You know, if the company's not sold, what does that mean? Like, you know, and how how do things move forward? And it's just there's a lot of unknowns. Well, one of the interesting things about WWE is they've been selling this line or this idea for so long that this company simply cannot operate without Vince McMahon. He's a genius. He knows everything. Without him, there is no pro wrestling. You know, this is what they've been selling right. forever. Right. And so if, you know, Nick Khan slash Stephanie and Triple H essentially operating the two different branches of the company, right? You have your the corporate side and the creative side. If the company just keeps growing and growing and growing and making more and more money, because every time a new TV contract comes around, they just start throwing all the money at WWE. If they just keep growing and they just keep doing better than ever, then that's kind of going to kill that mystique, that idea that you need Vince. That you needed him, right. Because it's like, you know, machines operate and just fine without him. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not like people don't know how to do professional wrestling. Well, professional wrestling was getting done before Vince, and it's going to get done after it's, him. You know, all the only... the. <laughs> Professional wrestling kind of went through this weird period because, you know, Vince uh, consolidated everything. And, you know, if if WCW had won the Monday Night Wars and WWE folded, you know, you might be saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, the other know. on the other side of the coin. Well, also the reality is WCW never had to fold. It was all internal strife at Turner. Right. They weren't really losing money. Right. Depending just, on which uh, version of events you Right, uh, right. Well, they were losing money at the time, but that's because they were paying so many people so much money. The buildings were still fucking sold out and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oh, I'm just saying there's a very revisionist WWE version of things that's out there that is false. (laughs) Sure. But of course there is. The Victor rewrites, or the Victor gets to write history, right? right? The major problem at WCW was Turner got forced out, right? Um, 
because they got bought by AOL or whatever, right? When they turned into Time Warner, whatever the fuck was going on over there. It's so long ago, I can't even remember. AOL, Time Warner, yeah, whatever, sure. bought them. Um, so, and that was like, he wanted the wrestling show, you know, Turner. He wanted it. That, that was his baby. And so as long as he was in power, it was going to be on. And once he wasn't in power, okay, there goes the stupid wrestling show. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fascinating business. And now AEW's back on Turner. <laughs> Weird enough. the way shit works. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I did promise four hours. I was gonna say you got enough for another hour, Alex. I, I do. I just An hour to, and a half. I just have to think of it. <laughs> hour and a half. Bob, do you want to talk about your race? Oh, your race. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. The talk floor about is your yours. This will easily fill an hour and a half. <laughs> well, the race filled that much and more. Um, well, I don't know. Erica picks up the phone immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you want to know about It's only race? fair, Alex. Alex. He has his, uh, he's on his phone the entire time we we're talking, so... I'm still listening. Wow, shots fired. Shots fired. What do you want to know about the race, Alex? I mean, nothing, but since we're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it... At, now, we already touched on it. You ran slash walked 24 hours straight. Some breaks, right? But no, you didn't, like, sleep. No, right. How many breaks? How, many, how much of this time would you say were breaks of the... 23 hours or so that you did because you did quit wow terrible <laughs> well one two th- a couple notes here okay notes. I, would like, I would like to, to just start with sure. one the race started an hour later than it was supposed to because of storms uh-huh. and they could not extend the end of the race due to the permit issues with the uh the city so um right from get out it you was, weren't doing 24 hours I wasn't doing no matter 24 what. hours. It was 23 hour race max. Um which was a bit of a bummer, but that's, you know, it's still 23 hours. It's not nothing short. Um but to, so how much time did I spend on breaks? Um I would say I can get I could do some quick mental math here. Uh-huh. I probably spent about somewhere just under two hours um, on breaks. Right. Okay. Um, throughout the course of the run, um, and I'm basing that off of my Strava said that my my moving time my moving pace. So when you when you record a run on this app, it um, it'll give you like a moving pace, and then it kind of excludes time that um you weren't moving and it said my moving pace was like somewhere around 15 minute 15 and a half minute miles um so yeah it's just some quick mental math it's probably a little off but uh so yeah probably about two hours of breaks and a lot most of that break time was just fucking with my feet and trying to figure some issues out um, so I really didn't, I never like took a break just f- like to go sit for a while. Right. You know, it was like, it was always like, 
okay, I'm getting water, I'm getting food, I'm working my feet. Um, there was one time at like 1030 at night, I stopped to take a break um, because I was just overheated. And um, fortunately, one of my friends from the running club was there with me and she helped. She put like a, a wet towel over my head and I was able to get cooled down and I ate a little food and I was able to get moving again. Um, so yeah, for the rest of that time though, I was moving, right? you know, and, uh, uh, so that's, it's a fair amount of time on the feet. How many different shoes did you use throughout this run? Uh, let's see. I use, I started in my Clifton eights. Uh-huh. Um, and then after the rain, I switched over to my speeds. Uh, then it started raining again, and I didn't want to wet out a second pair of shoes. So I switched to my, um, and I saw that the rain was only going to last like 40 minutes. So I said, fuck it. I switched over to my UFO sandals for two laps. But you walked in. You didn't run in those. Yeah, I ran like a little stretch just because it was funny but i didn't actually i didn't run a lap in them these are like flip like very right. comfortable flip-flops yeah. um then i went back to my speeds um then i got blisters and uh from talking with people about it over the last couple of days because i've been trying to figure out like why these blisters happened as early in the race as they did um those shoes i just don't think you can walk in them like most of like a lot of the time I was walk I had those shoes on like I wore those shoes in the middle of the day because they breathe really well and I have I have really sweaty feet in general so I was trying to avoid moisture in my shoes just like oh wear those but then what I didn't think of was I was I never practiced walking in them and um, pretty sure that was the cause of my blisters. Hmm. So, but, you know, during the middle of the day, it was bright, sunny, 90-some degrees, like, uh, very high humidity. It was miserable. So, I walked a lot that part of the day. And, uh, yeah, this didn't, it had never accounted for that. And then, so, that's what, I'm at the five pair of shoes, or five shoe changes. Um when I stopped to change my shoes because of the blisters, um, then I went through a couple, a series of like trying a couple of different shoes. So probably, probably total eight shoe changes in that time, um, which is a lot. But that was kind of part of the reason why I was doing this race was to try and work through problems and figure right. out, you know, see how you would do. Right. So like if I was if this was a distance race or like I was really going for time, like I probably at I would have done I would have made a, a decision like this is what you know, here's what I'm going to do. Hopefully it works. If not, I'm just going to suffer through it. You know, but I didn't have to and that wasn't the point of this race. So I played around a lot. Did you, were you happy with your performance at the end? Would you have liked to have done more? 
I thought I would go a little further than I did. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I would end in the 70s. Uh, so I, I finished 100K, which is 62 point something miles uh, officially. Right. And right? then you stopped, right? And then I stopped. I thought I would get into the 70s. If I, if, if I had kept going, I might have gotten two more laps um, based on the, rain, the, the second rain delay. Because that's what I have at 21 hours. I stopped at 21 hours, 22 minutes or something like that. At that point, um, the next storm had rolled in and they were saying they were about to blow the horn to to stop the race again for storm. So I said, you know what? I'm, I, I don't know when they're going to start it back up, if they're going to start it back up. Because the race clock doesn't start stop. Like it just kept going. Oh, right, because you have to stop. There's a hard stop. Right. Well, even if there wasn't, the the race clock would keep going. So um, so it was like, you know what, I'm looking at it. There's only an hour and a half of the race left. This is, this is as good a place to stop. So, um, so yeah, I, either way, I thought I, I thought I would get to the 70s, um, but with all of the time that I spent stopped um, and I walked a lot more than I thought I would because of how overheated I was the whole time. Um, I, you know, it just, it, it wasn't in the cards and I'm not disappointed in that. Uh, I'm really not. I, I thought it would go further, but I didn't. Uh, I really found, I really found my limit with this race. And understanding like what I at this particular point in time am capable of doing, and that to me is more valuable than trying to get to some bizarre measurement of distance. You know, I'm glad I got to 100k. Well, 100k is a you know kind of one of the distances, so it's nice to like be able to check that off the list. But even if I hadn't gotten to 100k, um, you know what I learned from this race was so valuable that, you know, I consider it a success. Now, how bad was, cause Erica told me maybe it wasn't as bad there. Cause I know early in the afternoon on that day, right. It was like a fucking full blown thunderstorm here. Well, yeah, that day we got some hail over here. It was a little gnarly, uh, for a few minutes there, but, um, that was so patchy, though. I think you said you got rain, but you did not get the hail. We did not get the hail. Because um, when we came over to see you, because it was right after that rainstorm, it was a little wet, but by the time we left, yeah. it was so fucking hot that it had already all evaporated. Yeah. Now, the storm, yeah, what, so what hit us in the morning wasn't too bad. In fact, I got there, and they said we're delaying till 8, and I was like, sweet, I can go to Jewel and get one more thing that I didn't uh didn't mean to get but it never like it never got really bad where we were so it must have just been a little north of us now was the heat just brutal yes the heat was just unrelenting uh and it's weird because like i knew the middle of the day would be hot and hard and with the sun, it would, you know, because when the sun's beating right down on you, it just makes it so much worse. But I was prepared for that. 
like um i took this i had this long sleeve it's called a sun hoodie um that i wore and that helped you know it's like upf 30 or something it's you know so you don't didn't have to apply as much sunscreen and um it actually worked really well i highly recommend it um if you've got to do sunny hot runs um and you know so the middle of the day it was hot i like there's no way around it It was just hot and you're running and like even if a breeze came through it didn't help much because it's just blowing this like hot air hot air and like you know the the heat is this this so this race is is it's called christmas in july in lyle illinois it's a one mile loop in a park the 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 path is all asphalt there's a short section of cement sidewalk so you got like this heat just rising off of the the black (laughs) top doesn't help and then the wind will just the the little bit of wind just blows that heat right at you it's it was unreal how hot it was for a lot of that race. Um, and the humidity, like it was, it was just so unbelievably humid. Um, Cause so I think the dew point was in the mid eighties um, and with temperature in the nineties, like that is damn near like you shouldn't like be doing stuff. <laughs> at all temperatures um yeah. and uh so it, it was it was rough but that wasn't what killed me what killed me was once the sun went down the temperature didn't really drop much like it went from the like the low 90s into the upper 80s it had to feel nice though not having the sun beating on you it did, but I don't know. I I just it it, it you still were hoping was so maybe, hot. You were hoping maybe it would drop somewhere in the seventies and really have a dramatic change in temperature. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to because I'd seen the forecast. But sure. it doesn't it, mean you're not hoping, though. Yeah, it's just like could the could the completely unexpected thing happen and it, it's suddenly fifty degrees? That would be awesome. But no, it, it, so yeah, it was, so. You know, the sun goes down and you're still moving and you just like your your body temperature just never has a chance to drop. Like one of the things that's kind of fun in running is when you're out and you run real hot and you're hot and then you stop and you'll be stopped for like five minutes and you get cold. That never happened. You it was just always always high. like the the time i had to stop because i was overheated was at 10 30 at night it was just it was mind-boggling now when you uh obviously you're just taking in shitloads of water while you're doing this yeah. do you need to pee a lot or are you just sweating so much that you don't really need to um I peed maybe three or four times the whole time, and yeah. that's probably too little. Um, I probably I, I should have even been drinking more than I was. Um, 
I had a new I had a hydration plan. Drink about a liter of fluid an hour, five hundred milliliters of um, this electrolyte mix that I put together, and then uh, five hundred milliliters of water. Because one of the, one of the things I was reading that they say is like, if you're hydrating properly during an ultra, like you should have to pee about once every three hours. And so I didn't. I was not peeing every three hours, so. So next time you gotta find a way to uh, get more water down the throat. Maybe, or you know, the other thing is, I have no desire to run a race this hot ever again. Um. So. Well, sure, but if you sign up for something and you and get it to ends that, up being really hot, yeah. I mean, well, no it one, just sounds like you would avoid stuff over the summer then. Yeah, I, I I would not, I would not look to do a race, uh, especially a, a like a any th- like maybe like a short race, like a like a a ten k you know like normal distance race. Um, sure, sure, just a measly like twenty five miles. Yeah, or like something something no, nice normal and human easy. people do, right? Right, yeah, normal people. <laughs> Just to be clear, people who run regular marathons are also psychotic. They're just not straight up, like, blow up buildings psychotic like you. But, no, I mean, I wouldn't even do, I, I wouldn't do a summer marathon either. It's, it just was, it wasn't, I had a good time and I accomplished my goals, but it wasn't fun. This whole time you're doing this, are you listening to music? Are you listening to podcasts? What are you listening to? To just pass the time. The sound of my feet hitting the ground. Um, and that's actually mostly true. I, I listen to very little uh, on the headphones the entire time. Um, and part of that was because um, because it's a loop course. You've got tons of people around you. And so yeah, you're able to hear people. You're able to hear people. You're chatting with people. You run with people for a little bit and you know, stuff like that. So I didn't. I didn't need music or podcasts to occupy my time um, during this race. I, you know, I normally I run to music. Um, sometimes I'll run to podcasts, um, but this race, no, I just. I, I I tried at one point, like I had one point where I was really suffering hard and it was pretty late. It might've been like two, three o'clock in the morning at that point. And I was just like, maybe if I put music on, I'll feel better. And it just, it was like, nah, this, this is not working. So I just turned it off. That was, that was probably right around the time he was getting texts from me like, Hey, going to bed, <laughs> getting into bed right now. <laughs> getting comfy. <laughs> He's like, motherfucker. Thank you, prick. But here's the thing. Every step, every continued movement forward, an active choice on his part. So, At one point, he was like, you know, Alex, you, I could have a pacer now. You could come out and walk with me for a while. And I said, I texted him back. I said, you're right. I could. I could. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's 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 interesting though, because like you're going through those races and you think, oh my god, it's so fucking boring. What do you do? And it's like, well, you're actually, I was actually like really engaged the vast majority of the race, thinking about 
How much, you know, what nutrition do I need? I'm coming around on this loop. Um, I'm going to get water or I'm going to get my electrolyte. I'm going to grab some food. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So there wasn't a lot of time that I was just like, just dead with my thoughts. Well, that's, I mean, to me, I think I would, that would be one of my big struggles with doing a marathon or a ultra crazy fuck marathon or whatever would just be like just being bored yeah like i can't even you know even after three four hours of a given video game it's like okay i gotta change it up or Mm -hmm. go do something else or whatever because it's just too much of the same thing sure you know so 24 i mean i can i could straight up tell you I could not play like 24 hours of video games in one sitting, you know, like I just, I'd pass out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 this is, this is a, this race is very bizarre or not very bizarre. I mean, these 24 hour races are relatively common. So, um, but also bizarre, but also bizarre (laughs) it is, but you know, it's not like, the race I'm doing in November, which is an out, a double out and back, um, you know, where there will be miles between aid stations. You know, this, this race, every mile there's an aid station. You know, every mile there's an opportunity for you to work, uh, to fix problems. Um... And you're seeing people loop you. Um, you know, I'll be out on the trail, um, probably for good stretches with no one around me. You know, and and I have to, uh, you know, there will be there will definitely be more of a sense of uh, isolation, and I'll probably you know be want my music or podcasts a lot more in that situation. But then, if you think about it from a training perspective too, I mean, the for the most part, uh, three hours is generally the longest I'll go for training runs. There's only a handful of runs throughout training that will be longer than that, and even then, there's a lot of scientific evidence that says it's not worth it. Um, so, what's next? The Chicago Marathon. Uh. Sh- Chicago, yes. Um, there is a there is a chance that um, it's looking good that I'll be running at Hinson Lake in North Carolina, um, but that's maybe. Um, Chicago is the next race that I'm, and if I do do that race, it's just to go to have a good time, run maybe t- twenty miles, and then call it good time. 20 miles you know a good fun 20 miles wait now wait why are you only doing 20 you're doing 20 you're not gonna do the last five it's a it's a 24-hour race so i'm not (laughs) it's a 24-hour race but i can't race the whole 24 hours and regardless because of logistics and um so it's it would just be and it's two weeks out from Chicago, so I can't run a twenty four hour race. Sure. And then two weeks later, I've got Chicago. It's just, I'd be fucked. 
So Chicago is the next race I'm going to go to actually, you know, kind of race it. And isn't there something like in November, aren't you doing like a 5 trillion mile race or something like that? November is the Tunnel Hill 100. 100 miles. 100 miles. And what do you guys do that? Isn't it like 36 hours or something? 30 hours. 30 hours? Yeah. Better kiss his ass goodbye before that one. Well, we'll also have the same conversation. <laughs> Don't fucking do anything stupid. But it'll be cool. In theory. Which I'm looking for. That's what I said. In theory. It isn't. You're going to end up getting the one like <laughs> 80 you degree take November all the day. Bob curses into account. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, but no, I mean, it, that that race is considered a cold weather race. It, you know, and I've looked at the history of it. It's very unlikely to be. Um, any, unlikely, but not impossible. The, the, I think the warmest we could, it, it could even unrealistically be, would be the, te- the temperature I ran at the Sugar Badger. And if it was that, you know, I, I, I could deal with that. But it, it, probably temperatures I'm looking at, for that are highs in the 50s lows somewhere in the 30s did you guys uh read that article i sent you about these twitch stalkers i was behind a paywall oh okay interesting that's weird i could read it <laughs> that's strange um because i don't have a new york Times subscription is your house no 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 mm. weird weird Anyways, uh, no, I just thought it was interesting because, like, I had read some of these stories before. Um, well, you've sent us some about, right. uh, what's her name, Amaranth? Well, there's a few women that really have some crazy-ass stalkers. But, yeah, Amaranth, she has some ones where, like, they mentioned in the article, uh, like, a garbage bin or something was lit on fire that was next to her home. And they luckily found it before, like the home went up like shit got nuts right (laughs) um she had a guy like knock on like find her and knock on her door and and then what happens is they talk about that article you know a lot of times you can't show anything of your home because people start they'll go on like whatever realty website and they'll start comparing what your home looks like to photos of homes that have sold in a given city or something and boom all of a sudden they figured out where you live and now you've got like full-blown crazy people looking for you mm-hmm. but yeah i mean she it's like it's kind of scary when yeah you're pouring into money you know swimming in the vault of gold coins but on the other hand you gotta buy like a fucking firearm Right. because because you got crazies like unstable people trying to be like well i want to go and say hi yeah. to her well i'd read that you know they talked about this other woman dizzy kitten where i had read her original stalker story before which is that this guy was convinced that like they were married and there were one male friend was abusing her or something and he was coming to like save her from this guy or something like that and and that he conversation was about her, mental health we had. Like, and what's scary is he was telling her this, right? Like, he was sending her messages saying, like, oh, I'm going to come see you on so-and-so date or whatever. I've sold all my fucking earthly possessions, whatever the deal may be. 
And I think she had been like in contact with the feds. And unfortunately, like the way the laws are, they were like, look, until this guy actually shows up on your doorstep. We can't do anything. We can't do anything. And so that's what literally happened. The guy showed up on her doorstep and she called the police and they came and grabbed him. I guess right now he's in like a mental institution or something. But and then. She had another stalker, and at this point, by this point, she had, like, bought a gun. (laughs) She had another stalker. This guy shows up on her doorstep, She and she had actually moved, was the other thing. After the first stalker, she moved to a gated community, Mm -hmm. um, bought a gun, and a new stalker then found her... Got into the gated community. I mean, uh, the security that tight. I don't think it's that hard. Gated yeah. communities. But the the guy finds her, is on her fucking doorstep. She like, they said she barricaded herself in her room with like a gun pointed at the door. Fuck. Waiting for the police to show up and he left before the police showed up. So, they didn't get so that, that guy. guy's still out He's there. He's still out there. Neat. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, Should dude. just shot him. All right, where does she live? She in a stand your ground state? She would have been fine. Maybe. She's somewhere in the south. Yeah, she would have been fine. Yeah. I can't remember where. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kentucky? I don't know. Oh, yeah. She's fine. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It, I mean, it just goes to show you, there's just so much crazy out there. Well, and from a Twitch standpoint, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Right? Like, what What can you do? Hire private security? That's what maybe, and I think Amaranth does have security, but it, but you got to be making a lot of money to yes. hire private security. Yes. yes, you do. Well, I think it's one of those things you really got to, like, think about before you you stop, you, 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 you get into this world of um, celebrity. Which well, is what it is. Right. But the reality is, I think most people are just doing it because they want to do it. And one out of like a billion people, it takes off for them. And now they're making a living, you know, like, yes, there are people who get into it because they think like, oh, I'm going to invest money into it. I'm going to make it into a career. But how many for how many of those people does it actually work out? Like, I think for most people, it's just something they do. And boom, all of a sudden it takes off. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong, but I, I think this, these kind of examples... It's a conversation you need to have with yourself. Yeah. Well, that, that's like... Putting I mean, anything out online. That's like, uh, we don't put pictures of the baby out online. Right. I don't want pictures of her out there. Oh, I think that reminds... That... It's a privacy thing for me. Like, no, if you, I know you and I want you to see her, you'll see her. You don't need pictures of her online mm-hmm. on these fucking websites and shit. No, I, I agree with you there. I, I think it's a bad idea to post children photos of your children online. Yeah. Um, and, and if you choose to do it, I... You know, oh, I'm judging. It's a personal choice. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Just I was like, I don't want pictures of the baby online. And I'm militant about it. People have gotten yelled at. <laughs> well, what's interesting about that... Well, go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, it's like... It's one of those things where it's it's not... You think you're just doing something for fun, like, and and this is kind of like this harmless thing. Oh, 
I just like streaming my racing simulator and, you know, three people watch. Only one of those people needs to be a psychopath. Yeah. You know, and, and like to, to grab onto you. Obviously, it's much more likely to happen to people who get big. But well, and I think that we as a society don't quite care as much as we should about the importance of privacy. Oh, 100%. Like, everybody, like, oh, you're right. And I'm guilty of it too. You know, it's you want to be on Instagram, you want to be doing this, you want to be doing that. And it's just you're so like habitually out there and all of your business is out there. And it's just like. That's not good. If, if, because it is too easy for people to find you if they really want to. Yeah. yeah. And not even like a stalker situation. It's, you know, I've gotten away from an abuser or something like that. It's very easy for people to track people down if there's There's, breadcrumbs online. Well, and I think to that point, Erica, one of the things that I think Twitch has been telling these streamers in this article, apparently, is they've been saying, hey, if you're going to stream with a webcam, maybe put up stuff over your windows so people can't see what the frames of your windows look like or see what's outside your home. Right. You know, put up stuff so your room just maybe looks more like a set rather than distinctive features of the house. Don't go like walking now, around your house where people right. would be like, oh, here's like the breakfast nook. Here's my kitchen. Here's the points of egress. You know, this is where you can get in. <laughs> like, yeah, no, because people are nuts and they will like, well, this, this match, this angle, and this is this. I mean, that's why we try to, and no one fucking listens to us. Henry Cavill's in the UK. He's busy. He's not going to come over here. If Henry we Cavill try to, wants to stalk us, I mean. Oh, he's more than welcome. Please. He can break me apart. More than welcome, sir. We welcome it. Come. Come on. Come hang. Um, I We try to be not super vague because we talk about, like, you know, the towns that we do shit in, but we're not like, well, we live on such and such or whatever the fuck. You try to keep it vague. We, we, and we'll edit stuff out. We if, have done that in the past, if, yes. If we, if we do let stuff slip, because, I mean, it, it is important to to protect that. And, like, if 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 I, if I am going to say something that, you know, might reveal where I'm going to be or something in the future, you know, the only reason I would do that is if that's something that you could easily figure out um, already. You know, I wouldn't, but, like, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going on vacation or, you know, who my doctor is or stuff like that. Right. You know, and again, you know, uh, I know, you know, I have a rough idea of our listener base, um, but still it only takes one person. No, you don't know. There's people that we don't know that listen. And, you know, and thank you for listening, but we don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you, but you gotta you gotta take it seriously. You be, do, be, and it, you know because it it's it, it can it very qu- quickly can jump from you know uh, this fun thing I do to and that's the worst thing, right? Like if you're just doing this fun thing that's kind of a hobby, which I mean for us it is, right? You know where you're not really expecting you, you genuinely don't have delusions of grandeur. 
You've well, and we don't interact with, like, any kind of the fan base in any no. sort of, like, official capacity. And then it turns into something that'll turn your life upside down. Right. Because you weren't careful. Well, but that's kind of like what happens to a busy kitten, is yeah. you're just doing something as a hobby. You're streaming whatever game for fun, and then, boom, all of a sudden you have 3,000 people watching you. Right. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, if you're making some serious money off of it, that's a hard thing to walk away from. That's that, too. I mean, and, and the other thing is, is, you know, someone like in Amaranth, she's probably already made enough money, for sure. If it got to a point where she, she was like, quit. I can't deal with this anymore, fuck this. Yeah, she right. could quit. She never has to work another moment in her life. She'll be fine. But for other people, maybe they're making a ton of money for Twitch. Like, maybe they're making six figures, maybe even, like, low seven figures. That might not be enough to retire on. Right. You know? Right. And it's hard to walk away from a type of income like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it, it, it's an it's an interesting dilemma um, to be in, you know, because it's very, it, it's unusual. It's like, it's the kind of, because it's, it, again, it's the problem of celebrity. It, just in this case, you know, you're not making nearly as much money comparatively. You know, you're, you're not. I mean, Amaranth is. Amaranth made That's... $33 million selling nudes. So, um, and a girl. Good for you. <laughs> you know, Amaranth is. I like say that without an any kind of malice at all. Yeah. Like, I'm genuine. Good no, for her. She broke the system. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, you're even. Most of your even very successful Twitch streamers are not pulling down Robert Downey Jr. money. Sure. Well, who amongst us? I mean. But they're also getting, like, you're also getting, like, a lot of that kind of attention. Sure. Right? That you, And I, and this is going to sound so bad, but. But while we're here. But while we're here. I might as well say something controversial. Are the people who are going to spend tons of time watching Twitch streamers more likely to be kind of crazy people? I think the key, though, is... It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I think the thing you have to think about, though, Bob, is what you and I... You know, like when we came home from school... Middle school, whatever. Mm-hmm. What did we watch? We turned on the TV and we watched Dragon Ball Z or something. Power Rangers, baby. right? Power Rangers, whatever was on. Now kids are doing the same thing in that age group, but when they turn on the TV, they turn on Twitch. And so you and I, we might find that fucking strange and weird, but you know what? Our parents found it weird when we were watching anime in the afternoon. It's fair. You know, so I don't get it. I don't understand. It's not my thing, right? I mean, the pools, hot tubs, and beaches section, you know, that might be my thing. (laughs) But (laughs) we're not here to judge. But, no, but it is. It's it's a different like the the entertainment and like TV of it all has evolved so much. Just in, but it, it's not. I guess 
Because it feels like you're hanging out with somebody. Yeah, well, and that's, that's, that's another thing is the parasocial yes. relationship right. That's of the it, difference. Where someone's sitting there looking into a camera and it's like they're talking to you. Right. The, that's not... The, I think that's the big difference between like, you know, our parents' generation and our generation where, you know, in terms of the type of media they consumed, like, okay, we were watching... You know, we'd watch anime or you know, global guts. Um, and they were watching, you know, whatever the fuck it that was. That was, you couldn't just say guts. You had to say global guts. Global guts. <laughs> um, that show used to piss me the fuck off because the girls never fucking won. And I used to get really angry about that. Fuck that show. <laughs> fuck that show hard. Continue. Fair enough. But, you know, so it was like, a, you're, okay, so, but, you know, there was still that, like, I'm watching television. Like there's this, there's this distance to it, and now it's like, exactly the it's the parasocial relationship is the best way to say it. You know, it's like, and you get this interaction, and it's like, no, you are not friends with these people, at all. Right. It just it's like it reminds me of that. Oh, and they don't care about you beyond your Aziz Ansari bit, or he's like. Our, this this right here, this is the extent of our relationship. You paid me money to tell you jokes. Some of you are shitty people. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. I, I mean, and yeah, I could be old man yelling at yelling cloud. at cloud. But there is something. Why would you yell at cloud? He's already got Barrett yelling at him. Mm. But there there is something off about. Twitch and the, the like these almost the obsession with it. And I mean, yeah. obsession with anything is, is, is a problem. Well, and I How think dare you something like <laughs> Twitch or, you know, only fans or camming or whatever, they all kind of fall in this somewhat newish category, right? Of, well, We've we were talking about this earlier, right? Like tons of jobs getting eliminated, jobs that you can now work at a certain education level, paying you so little that you're almost better off not doing them. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people now who are saying, well, maybe if I, you know, stream on Twitch, maybe that takes off and I can make a living doing that. I'm going to try it, right. Or maybe I'll do OnlyFans and I'll post some certain types of pictures of myself. And if that takes off, sweet, you know, great. Right. And, and I think the other, like, this, the now, like, the new second job almost is something like OnlyFans. Where you, like, you read about these people who were like, yeah, I was a nurse and I wasn't making enough money. So I started doing OnlyFans on the side. And then that took off and now I don't have to do the nursing anymore or whatever. But... You know, it, it is sort of like this. We're in this new weird paradigm, right? Yeah. Where it's like you a lot for a lot of people. Maybe they go work 40 hours a week in McDonald's, but then they do OnlyFans and see if that starts to take off for them. Or, or they like do side, Twitch. Right. Like streaming thing where you can make yeah. a couple bucks off that. Well, and you, you see like just how like immensely different these worlds are. Right. So you take. Like it, it doesn't shock me in the least how like polarized 
you know, not just our country, but the, the whole world is because you, you've got this like huge gap between two different worlds. You've got the world of, you know, largely the more urban areas where, but not sometimes it's Kentucky where, you know, people are embrace new technology. They're, they're, they're flowing with the trends and these trends are going in these frankly bizarre places, not necessarily bad or good inherently, but bizarre. And then you've got like a lot of people again, more generally rural, but not always who are just like, I work on trains. I'm a mechanic. I'm a blue collar worker. I'm still like doing stuff with my hands. What the fuck are these things that people are doing? And it's yeah. like it creates this bizarre world, um, and things change, and we have to adapt to them. And well, and you have to have empathy for other people's situations, yes. going in both ways. Yes. A mechanic should have empathy for the person who's making a living on Twitch or whatever, but the Twitch person should also have empathy for the rural mechanic. Yes. Because, as I always say, we're all in it together. It's us against the five rich fucks with all the money. Everything well, else is just separating yeah. us out so we don't rip them from their golden castles and slay them. <laughs> well, for sure. And, and you know, but that's but kind of like what you were saying is you shouldn't judge what other people are doing, right? If, if someone is a fucking car mechanic and maybe they love that job, maybe it's not the greatest paying job in the world, but they're doing okay. They're getting by. And maybe they just love working on cars, right? But maybe another person loves taking off their clothes for money. You know, maybe they do. We don't know. Or maybe they just love the money they're getting. Well, right? and as long as it isn't exploitative and right. it's their active choice to do it, that is none of our fucking and, and, business. And the truth is, too, a lot of people want to pass judgment on others. Oh, of course. But here's the thing, okay? If tomorrow someone said, Alex, I'm going to teleport you into Amaranth's body. You're going to become Amaranth. You're going to do everything she does and you're going to make all this fucking money, I'd be like, sign me up. Now, and, I this, wouldn't, and I wouldn't feel any shame or any guilt. What, what if this was like a, a being John Malkovich situation and you were going to have to share her body with a bunch of other people? Well, that's weird. Okay. It's a weird movie. Good movie. <laughs> but, but it's a weird movie. Um, <laughs> no, but Don't you know what, judge it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't feel bad about it. I wouldn't feel like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people who claim to be offended by certain types of jobs or whatever, it's actually more like jealousy that someone sure. figured out something that they're making all this money. Someone gained the system. Right. That you perceive as not valuable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, like you said, oh, I work with my hands. I do something. You're off here just posting pictures of yourself in a bikini. That's bullshit. It's like, well, actually, I've made a million dollars this month. So I'll tell you what. I think I figured it out, buddy. I mean, I, th I think there's a I, I do think there is a kind of a part I can empathize with people going that direction is like, why is a society are we spending this much money on this bullshit? I mean, you might. You know, but at the same time, well, how much money do we spend on fucking football as a society? Well, and I also wonder who like, is right. Like, cause it's not like, like I, like I know a fair amount of people who know of a uh, Amaranth, 
But I don't know anyone who's giving her money. I guarantee you know somebody who's giving her money. I don't know who. I I don't know who. I really don't think so. I somebody not anyone I know. I bet you one person you know is. Maybe you just don't know it because who wants to admit to it? Well, and then you're walking around being like, "Well, this is the stuff I subscribe to." Like I'm not telling you guys who I'm like following on Patreon or whatever. Is it like an active conversation that you have? Yeah, I guess not. I, I would I would think is Bob trying to tell us something? You know what? No. I guarantee you you know one person who one subscribes per- one to Amaranth. Person. One person who <laughs> subscribes to Amaranth. Bob the dog. <laughs> well, if you do, I don't care. Whatever. No. What the fuck am I going to do with that? I it's very he's getting very defensive right now. You notice this? <laughs> you should check the credit card statement. If you know, it's 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 crazy how popular it is. But also, like many things, for a very small subset of people. Yes. Like for every amaranth, there's probably a million women who've posted a shitload of videos and who pictures making, on OnlyFans who right. aren't making the, shit. The yeah, I mean, I think that's. That's the part that kind of depresses me a little bit is that I'm sure there are like a lot of people out there who are like just honestly desperate mm-hmm. and yeah. they're like, um, I guess I'll give it a shot. Well, and that's what I kind of mean when I talk about someone who's working at McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. And then they say, you know what? I'll do only fans or I'll do webcamming or whatever because they're just trying to figure out a way to make to it not be dirt poor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they might say to themselves, well, maybe I'm not willing to go work at a strip club, but maybe I'm willing to put a camera but in front of me. What, like so many, like, and it's interesting because a lot of what we've talked about tonight, just over the entire three and a half hours we've been talking. And we do need to be wrapping it up because my ass is very angry with me. I am so uncomfortable in this fucking chair you right know, now. Comes, Does this encourage you to want to get a new chair? Comes back to there are a lot of people who, you know, are just uh, living, frankly, very unfulfilled in poor quality lives you know or or they do have means but they have mental issues and or and sometimes you've got both of those things combining together and that causes bigger societal problems that leads to people who will take desperate measures that mm-hmm. will lead to people who will go and shoot up a fucking 4th of July parade you know lots of problems and it it's coming it's all coming down to not you know people are not do not have the resources they need yeah and there aren't available like there's not just there's just not enough of jobs out there that pay enough for people to live you know reasonable lives you know people are bitching about it. no one wants to work bullshit no, well, why am I going to go work a, a, dollar, a job that pays me $7.25 an hour when I can be on unemployment and make more than that? 
Well, even if you... It's just a matter of I need to feed my family, so if I can make a a dollar seventy-five more off the government, yeah. And well, and that I'm not going to get into that, but because that's a whole that's another hour of conversation. It is a whole other thing, but, and I don't know how often that happens. You just, you, I think it's an understandable thing you somebody is looking at. I well, I think the more likely thing is, listen, I've got this huge pile of debt. I can't pay a minimum wage. Right. If There's I'm going, that too. If I'm going bankrupt regardless. Right. Fuck it. Why bust my ass? No, yeah. that's definitely part of it too. Yeah. That's why I, I've, I've, you know, I've never, I've never quite agreed with housing as a basic right. That that's, that's not been something I've been able to kind of, be pushed to I think it makes sense to make affordable housing I think it's good for society but I've never been able to I've, I've never gotten pushed I've never made that leap but health care should be just a basic human right yes well and when you talk about how affordable housing this is one of these things that like people will say like oh I'm in favor of affordable housing but you know what they don't want that affordable housing in their neighborhood well right not in my backyard yeah. not over here <laughs> yeah no, that was a thing in this this town at one point. Oh, I believe there that. Was going, <laughs> there was going to be affordable housing built. That shit got shut down fast. Yeah, shocking. Shocker at 11. Yeah. Okay, we got to be All right. I'm getting tired, too. Well, I would just like to say, for the record, that I did not quit. You did not. You did not quit. You did not. We can blame this one on and, me. And we're going to do that as the adult in the room you are being blamed. And also... Mm-hmm. Uh, this by far, Bob, one of your strongest outings in a while. I don't know where you got all the energy from. Maybe this is Bob when he's not running forty-five miles in a day. This is. This was, I this haven't was a, run since last Sunday. Yeah, this is like full energy, Bob. Yep. You better enjoy this while it lasts, because the moment the bad knee starts to get like semi-okay, I mean, see you later. Yep. That's the end of Bob. No, he's running again tomorrow night. So. Oh, that's it. So we enjoyed it while, while you know what's the- you know what's funny, Alex. All week, like my leg is hurt, and I I figured it out either yesterday or today that it's fine if I'm running. It hurts when I'm walking. No pain, running, like feels completely normal. Walking, fuck you, asshole. So he's that's, ruined his body to the point where weird. where running is the natural state. Yeah, everything else causes pain. <laughs> And on that note, dear listeners. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, hug me. Hold me tight. Uh, Just a quick note. uh, If you are interested in more of my running shenanigans, it doesn't bore you to death or, you know, you just are supportive. Uh, Please give a listen to a separate side podcast that I'm doing. Uh, it's a limited series um, documenting my run uh, or my training up to my 100-mile race in November. Um, I'm doing it with our good friend Sass, uh, and it is called You Said 100 Miles. Uh, available in the usual podcast place is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. Uh, thanks.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>